All right, we're all three of us are alive. <laughs> we made it, baby. We made it. Uh, I could say Happy New Year this t- today, actually. So, uh, ha- Happy New Year, since I wasn't here last week. Um, you were? I wasn't. We did not miss you at all. Did, was I, he not sitting here? I thought he was here. I, I, I swear I saw him here. <clears throat> you have no idea like how pissed I was. Like. Because you couldn't be here, or just in general, oh, a lot, a lot of things, obviously, to vent about. But you know, you, we might, we might get into that as well. Uh, happy Monday, everybody. Uh, TGIM. It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, I want to give a very special thank you to our special guest, Mr. Jason Voskanian, for being here with us. Thanks for taking time out of your Monday to be with us. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks, guys. So, really quickly, you gotta. I know you were saying, uh, you know, the title of what you're doing or what you do, uh, we want to refer to you as captain. You're also saying you were, besides captain, being... Um, so I've been working as a chief chief mate. That's basically like second captain. Uh, depends on what I'm doing. I, I've worked on a lot of different boats in different capacities. Um, but most recently, uh, working as a chief mate on a, a t- tugboat, uh, kind of a specific kind of tugboat called a, an ATB. That's an articulated tug and barge. So I was working on an ATB in Western Alaska, delivering fuel to remote villages in the Alaskan bush uh, on an ATB. Um, but I've worked on smaller boats in uh, on the West Coast, uh, like crew boats, for example. In which case, I'd work as a captain. Really? Quickly, I mean, how did you get into something <laughs> like this? Because not every day he started off with a jet ski, especially especially Armenian. <laughs> Especially Armenia. Yeah, that's the one thing that's where it's like. Uh, I mean, you'll you'll hear of like pilots and stuff, but as far as, I mean, we're not very much sea people or ocean people. Yeah, we're a landlocked nation. Yeah, we're pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. So, I mean, how'd you how'd you get into this? Uh I guess you can say my career, um, my nautical career, began as a youngster boating with my father. I grew up uh, boating on the Colorado River with my dad. My dad is one of the original Armenian river rats, Lake Havasu, Parker, Arizona kind of thing. Started doing that in the 1960s. And um, my parents used to have a uh, a trailer, of all things, uh, on the Colorado River in a place called Blythe. (laughs) Blythe. No way. That's the border town of California. Yeah. So it's real popular with um, smaller boats, like jet boats, things like that. Um, Isn't that Colorado River? It's the Colorado River, yeah. yeah. So I started boating uh, as a kid and spent my entire life growing up on on small boats. And um, I guess you could say the impetus for, I think, to to answer your question. As a student at USC, I was a a student at USC from uh, 95 till 2000. And I always wanted to sail. I always wanted to spend time on sailboats. I never had the opportunity. And the avenue for that experience presented itself when I was a student at USC. There was a program at USC called the Nautical Sciences Program. And uh, those were just elective kind of whatever units you wanted to take kind of classes. Um, And I ended up getting really, really into that program um, to the point where I was volunteering in that program after I graduated. And that a lot of that experience entailed sailing back and forth to Catalina Island on um, a 52-foot wooden schooner, which was a, just a very traditional 
type of old 19th century type sailboat. And um, uh, after learning how to sail in that program, uh, after I graduated, I started chartering sailboats in Southern California with friends, um, doing things we probably shouldn't have been doing. Um, Fun stuff. Yeah, uh, drink drinking excessively. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, started chartering boats in Southern California, um, and then after a few years of doing that, uh, one of the charter companies I d- used to do a lot of b- give a lot of business to started asking me to teach classes, and here I was again put in a position where I probably shouldn't have been doing what I was doing. Um, Which part? Teaching part. Teaching sailing, I wasn't ready to do that yet, but I did it, and uh, I learned as I went along. Um, and uh, eventually, I ended up getting teaching credentials uh, to teach sailing. There are two national bodies that are that are essentially the sanctioning bodies for the the sport of sailing in the United States. One is called uh, the ASA, that's the American Sailing Association. The other being uh, U.S. Sailing. Now, one is private for-profit, other one is public, non-profit. ASA, private, for-profit, U.S. sailing, public, non-profit. Now, U.S. Congress granted U.S. sailing to be the national governing body for the sport of sailing. So things like the America's Cup in the United States, U.S. sailing is essentially the controlling body for that. And sailing meaning no engine. No engine, yeah, sailing. Using, using wind power. So um, I eventually got ASA teaching credentials. Um, then uh, I got my first license, my first Coast Guard license. I got a 50-ton uh, U.S. Coast Guard master's license with a sailing endorsement. Now, the, the credentialing process with the Coast Guard is extremely complex and convoluted. It, it takes a long time to navigate your way through through this process and, um, you know, boost the tonnage of your license. It's like learning how to fly an airplane. You're not going to fly a 747 right off the bat. You're going to be in a little Cessna single-engine prop job, right? So, yeah, my first license was a 50-ton U.S. Coast Guard master's license with a sail endorsement on it. This is just a tiny little baby license. And... Um, Eventually, I worked at a, another school that was U.S. sailing, so I had to now go get another set of teaching credentials um, for U.S. sailing. And uh, I had found myself working in the in the maritime business, but in shore based in a shore based capacity. I used to be what's called a ship's agent. A ship's agent is essentially like a project manager for big ships, oil tankers, container ships. Uh, bulk ships, military vessels, any kind of ship that's calling a port like Long Beach, San Francisco, Port of Oakland, et cetera, et cetera. So I found myself working in the marine business, uh, but again, in, in a shore-based capacity. And um, after navigating my way through that line of work for a short time, I just realized that it was it was a crutch that my heart really was meant to be out on the water. And instead, I was doing what was rather thankless and uh, very stressful, long hour and and underpaid profession. So 
I had always wanted to break into the commercial maritime industry, and that entailed boosting tonnage of my license and adding more and more endorsements onto it. So in about 2014, I threw in the towel on um, on being a ship's agent, and there's a maritime school in, um, in the Seattle area called uh, the Pacific Maritime Institute, PMI, and they did this, uh, they're known to do this program, it's called the Workboat Academy, and it was a two-year accelerated program to end up with a 1,600-ton mate's license, which is the license that I have now. Um, eventually my master's license went from 50 to hundred tons. That's, that just kind of the way things work as you go on and you renew your license. Usually you, you can upgrade your tonnage. So, uh, I have a hundred ton masters now, 1600 ton mate. Uh, I still have a sailing endorsement on my what, master. What does that mean? hundred ton, ton and 1600 well, ton? So what are you referring to? The size of boats, the size of the license is dependent on what's called the displacement of a boat. And the displacement is kind of an odd unit of measurement. It's essentially the amount of water a ship or a boat would displace, like move out of the way if it were dropped into the water and that water that it was moving to the side was set to the side. Hmm. Displacement, so like so it has a, a, nothing to do with the weight of the boat. No, the weight of the boat uh, that would be dead weight of the boats. There is all these units of de- of measurements when it comes to boats. There's gross tonnage, net tonnage, light ship, dead weight, etc., etc. These it's it's very complex. So, so let me uh, let me mm-hmm. ask you this. Sorry. Yeah. So. The license that you have that you're mentioning, hundred, yeah. hundred you said hundred ton or and six. So I have a hundred ton master's license uh-huh. and a sixteen hundred ton mate's license. So sixteen hundred ton mate. I mean, what kind of boat would fall into that category as far as sixteen hundred tons? So yeah, I'm sure you guys have been around a place like uh, Long Beach, LA Harbor. You see, yeah. say tugboats, for example. That's a good barometer, I guess. Most tugboats you see are going to be anywhere from fifty to two hundred tons. But tugboats are typically small, no? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that's the boat that brings in the large ships? Yeah, most tugboats are probably going to be in the 80 to 125-foot range. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. and um, But the uh, ships you operate are how, how long? These days I'm on tugboats. Um, the towing sector has good demand and good money these days. Uh, so... Uh, in 2014, when I got into that school program, I found myself working on uh, what's called offshore supply vessels, so OSVs for short. And OSVs at that time was a great place to be because the price of oil was very high. A barrel at that time was hundred, hundred twenty, hundred forty dollars. So that means the offshore uh, oil market in the Gulf of Mexico is absolutely booming. And uh, I, I was working on a, um, a boat that was about 1,000 gross tons, to go back to you, the, the question you were asking. 1,000 uh, gross tons, that was 225 feet. That's, that's a, you said a medium size. At 225, you're getting into a pretty decent-sized boat there, you know. Um, once you get much past about 325 feet, you're probably going to start getting into stuff that's considered unlimited tonnage, so over 1,600 tons. So after 1,600 tons, the next 
credentialing point is unlimited tonnage. So now we're talking about unlimited tonnage boats, oil tankers, passenger, big passenger cruise ships, things like that. And um, you don't have that one yet, the no, unlimited yet. No, and uh, to be honest with you, I'm not interested in having an unlimited tonnage license. Mm. Uh, these days, the that 1,600 uh, ton more than enough it's more than enough and um so the big ships they call that sailing blue water blue water you know now you're talking about being gone for months and months and months at a time out of the year you know i would rather not do that now you said you were studying at usc <laughs> what, were, what was your major <laughs> uh nothing terribly lucrative uh Just don't say psychology or political science liberals <laughs> liberal <laughs> studies so i have a degree in geography of all things from usc Okay, okay, well, it, just, it ties into it. Come on, man. Sure. A little bit. I thought you were going to say oceanography or something like that. No. Well, I guess geography could tie into it. It can. I mean, yeah, oceanography is the study of the ocean, but, I mean, or, yeah. but The I study mean, of dolphins. Yeah, the animals, <laughs> the wildlife, all that stuff. <laughs> That'd be marine biology. Dolphins. <laughs> 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 yeah, dolphins, tortoises, and... <laughs> yeah, we we, it's like we we blow up whales that wash up on <laughs> That's what I do for a living. <laughs> but you from from uh, geography, and yeah. then you were like, you know what? I I want to because being in Colorado, and then you know you're talking about a landlocked state where the only thing that's water there is basically the Colorado River. Oh, Colorado River, Colorado River down here, Arizona, there, California. Yeah, and then Colorado you to, River. He didn't. He wasn't in California. No, 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 no. Well, he was. You I mean, said you were in Colorado, right? No, 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 no. I've been in California pretty much my whole life. Hold on, Blythe hold on, is in California. He Colorado would go River sailing goes there. Oh, okay, okay. Because I thought I thought yeah. you were, you were basically you you know you were in Colorado. No, no, no. So that you would be, that was basically a trip that you would take out there. No, no. just uh, the Colorado River is down down here in California. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, bro, serious I no, man. I had no idea. Where does it start in California? <laughs> seriously, bro, where the, does it start? You guys don't know where Blythe is, like seriously. Okay, you that's don't know, or just, okay. Border of Arizona. You, okay, when you're passing that big ass bridge, you're. It's pa- still five six hours away. From here? Yes. No, yeah, it's about hours. three and a half, four hours. Four hours. Okay, so it's still, Depends what you're it's still no a trip. I the Colorado River was cutting through Cali. Okay, you know where the agricultural stop is, right? Yeah, I go yeah, there yeah, every yeah. other weekend. <laughs> yeah. You guys never drove into Arizona? Once. Once at night. Damn, okay, yeah, at night you're not going to see Harry's like, Colorado. somebody show Arno a map. Harry, I guarantee <laughs> you, bring me a, a map. I'll, have, I'll know more countries, capitals than you will. Well, remember, Harry's a lot older than you are, so. He's seen more maps. He's seen seen older maps than you have, bro. I was about to say, what is he going to go with the helmet or something? (laughs) (laughs) No. So then it was a trip with your father to the river. It was sometimes we'd go every weekend because their family had like one of those trailers that like no trailer park type of deals. That area. I mean, I'm familiar with it. I know exactly where. Right. And this is like late seventies, early eighties. Do you see how it's coming up, Blight? Uh, I, haven't been in, I haven't been in a really long well, it's time. It's coming up. Yeah, these There's building stuff. There. These days, is uh, when I go go out uh, to that neck of the woods to uh, fart around on boats. It's Lake Havasu mostly, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit of Parker. Now mm-hmm. you you said you sh- you do a lot of shipments to Alaska. Well, right? I this yeah this last year I worked in Alaska. I just found myself working in Alaska. Now 
where do you pick up the the fuel and drop i mean from la or long beach or no so it's it's all alaska the uh, the boat i was working on would go and meet a tanker offshore and we would tie up next to a tanker that was anchored we would uh we would it's called lightering we would uh take a load of fuel from a big tanker wow and then go go deliver the fuel to one of these remote villages in the middle of nowhere and how long is that trip uh it depends on where where we were at that time uh sometimes tr we would finish a trip in like three days sometimes a trip would take a, a week or ten days and are you as you're sailing the boat what do you mm -hmm. call it sailing these ships what do you sure sailing navigating navigating mm -hmm. i think navigating is better because it's not a wind sail right yeah yeah so if you're when you're navigating are you close to the shore or are you out at sea? Tip, out in the deep typically end pretty close to shore you yeah I, i i wouldn't i don't think we were more than probably 20 or 30 miles offshore at any time that's i mean st you're still quite a distance yeah. I mean, yeah can you I, see land at that point or no. is it uh, it depends on the weather if the weather's clear the 20 20 30 miles usually you can see you can yeah. see land yeah especially if the the uh, the shore side is uh is has some taller topography if it's not flat yeah and you can see it and i and i asked that because when i was um years ago i was interested in uh getting my pilot's license mm-hmm And then I flew a Cessna and a, uh, uh, I forgot the other one's name. starts with the C again. Cirrus? Uh, Cirrus, yes. I, I, I flew both. But what wasn't, it wasn't what I expected as far as when you're in the air, yep. you're just kind of in the air. You don't feel anything. You're just gliding. Yeah, I mean... You don't see much unless you're going down near the mountains or the ocean. Then you can see a lot of things. But you're, if you're up, you know, 5,000 feet up, you're just going. You, you don't typically see anything. You're just in the middle. Of, I mean, in thin air, basically. Now, it, it felt kind of boring to me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I asked you. If you're in the middle of the ocean yep. all by yourself, navigating for four, five, ten days, I, I, well, How does how, how do you how does that feel? I mean, what's, I, I mean, to are me, you you're not alone? Right? No, no, I'm not alone. Um, this last boat I was working on, we had a, a total of usually about seven people. Mm -hmm. But uh, typically, a mate is driving the boat at night, so five out of those seven are sleeping. I'm the one driving the boat, and then there's usually one guy up doing things like engine room rounds and then checking up to make sure I have a pulse, uh, coming and check, checking up on me, asking me if I want coffee or food. If, but, but you, you haven't dozed you have, off, basically. Yeah, but it's exactly. not on autopilot. You have to be. It's on autopilot. It is, but you're yeah. still paying attention. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Heads on a swivel. Mm. But uh, in the meantime, I can do things like uh, listen to music while I'm while I'm doing that. You know. Do you ever listen to the Wise Nuts when you <laughs> navigate? <laughs> Yo, Jason, just one episode when you're out at sea, listen to us so we can say, bro, they've listened to the Wise Nuts in, in open waters, bro. <laughs> in the middle What's the considered open water? Open water? I mean, for the sake of, uh, let's say, the Coast Guard, the Coast Guard considers beyond 200 miles. 200 miles. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's open water. Yeah. So 30 miles, you can swim back. That's, that's, what, that's how they look at it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, you, There's no problem. Tip Half over, you can swim back. 
happened now? So <laughs> at the the tail end of uh, twenty, I did the longest trip I'd ever done. I sailed uh, to the island of Midway, which is uh, basically midway between North America and Asia. Hmm. So uh, where is that area exactly? <laughs> Yeah, Harry, please. <laughs> somebody, somebody, get Harry a map. That uh, I mean, that was the pivotal battle of World War Two, the Battle of Midway. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to see some remnants of World War Two, which was kind of cool. World War Two is a little hobby of mine. Oh. Um, but that was uh, that was twelve days of running from San Francisco, twelve days nonstop. And uh, by the time I got home, I was gone for I think fifty six days. Uh, I had sailed 7,000 miles. Wow. That's oh, one trip around the globe, right? So, no. That, uh, the equator is 28,000 miles. That's a quarter boat. 28,000? I thought it was 7,000. Harry, is it seven or 28,000? <laughs> the guy just said it. <laughs> well, once Harry makes fun of one of us, we're going to fuck with him the whole night. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Harry's yeah. enjoying Why do you think right we now? fuck with John every time? I, I haven't even read John's comments because it's. These <laughs> <laughs> guys short jokes for Arno today. It's everything's yeah, yeah. about Arno. I'll today. see you on mission liquor again, John. <laughs> <laughs> John, at mission, were you lo- using your personal or company card? I, 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 I swear to God, it was don't the get most, the guy in trouble. It now. was the most hilarious. I, I was like. I should pull my phone out right now. I literally pull into the parking lot. John's getting out of his car. Of course I'd see you here. Where else would I You're see you? You're not going to see him at church. <laughs> church? <laughs> On a Sunday. He actually goes to church. You guys can't say that. He John does? actually does go to church. Have you seen him there? No, he Has told anybody, us he goes to church. Because anybody, anybody raise your hand if you've ever seen John at church. I'm sure someone's seen him. His wife's has seen him at church. Yeah, I wedding. think that's the only place his at wife will go with him. <laughs> Mission Liquor is John's church. <laughs> But uh, the, the the island of Midway that you were talking about, yeah, is it, what kind of island is it? Is it like a very, is it a like a larger island, or is it something like out of like Jurassic Park, where it's just you know, no, it's small. It's small. It's very right? small. Yeah, it's very small. You could probably walk around the whole island in uh, about three quarters of a day, I would imagine. Really? Yeah. Wow. But that was an important military outpost for the United States during World War Two. Interesting. Now, are you refueling between, like, for example, going to Midway? Like you said it was a 12-day trip one way or? It was 12 trip? days from San Francisco. So one way. That way, Yeah, one way. Did you have to uh, refuel? We, we, there's nowhere to refuel. Uh, we, we made it there without refueling. And then from there, we went to Honolulu. It was six days to Honolulu. From there, we refueled in Honolulu before coming back to Long Beach. So that's 15 days. Yeah. Well, 12 and 6, no, 18 days. Yeah. But how much fuel does your ship burn through? That that boat was burning about 2,200 gallons a day. And you had enough to last you for 18 days? Yeah, that boat, I think, would hold uh, about 80,000 gallons. Wow. That's a lot of fuel. So all of that is calculated, I presume, right? Oh, yeah, Yeah, very much so. You don't just... Wing no. it. No, to the ho- T. Hopefully. No. Ninette's asking, is there life on that island, Midway Island? Yeah, There's so life on it? these days there, there isn't much of a military presence. Um, these days it's controlled by the National Wildlife Service. Okay. But the FAA has a big hand in that island now because the airstrip there Ooh. is a uh, considered an emergency landing spot for trans-Pacific flights. 
And uh, according to information I was told while I was on the island, if that airstrip were not um, functional, uh, trans-Pacific flights for airplanes with two engines would not be allowed. Airplanes transiting the Pacific would all have to have four engines. Oh, shit. There he wants you to know Jurassic Park isn't real, by the way. It's not? Harry, is that right? I'm going to refrain from saying anything to Harry. I'm really going to bite my tongue. So you tell me who you want me to pick on, and that's all. I think you could pick on whoever you could pick on. You can pick on John all day. He likes it. He enjoys it. John. John. Harry, don't you guys have a meeting today? Somewhere at a bar or something? (laughs) (laughs) Weren't you like hosting like a meeting every Monday? I forgot. Did not pan out the way you wanted it to? (laughs) Anyways. By the way, John was asking earlier, what are we drinking here, Jason? This is one of my favorite uh, Scotch whiskeys. It's called Bunahabvin. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's a nice uh, Islay single malt, very very good stuff. Yeah, John John doesn't drink much, um, he so that's why he was curious to try this one. John, it's forty six percent alcohol. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not enough for you. It's not enough for you. John starts around sixty eight percent for breakfast, and then <laughs> you know his mimosas his mimosas consists of champagne and champagne with a drop of. <laughs> Champagne. With a drop of champagne. <laughs> you uh, know, look what we've done, bro. Wisenuts have brought the left and the right together. We have? We have. You have John and Harry teaming up right now. This is beautiful. This is what America needs. I think it's because they're, they're both vaccinated and it's... <laughs> the metals inside are attracting them to one another. Stop <laughs> it, right? The magnets are working. Why can't we, why can't we be happy? Well, of course, this I is, want everybody success, to be united. Guys. We're this the United States of America, not the divided United States. States of Wisenuts. Yes, yes, of course. There you go. So where's the, where's the furthest you've traveled outside of the port of Long Beach? Uh, probably the Midway. Um, but uh, let me see. From 16, 16 to 18, I was working on a, a passenger vessel in uh, Central America, of all places. We're working uh, between uh, Panama and Costa Rica. Have you gone through the canal? I've gone through the canal around oh, three shit. dozen times. Nice. Whoa. To the East Coast? Uh, yeah, the Caribbean side. Yeah. What kind of experience is that? Uh, the canal is really something that's pretty amazing. Uh, if you've never done it, you should at least experience the canal one time. Um, it's cool. It's an amazing feat of engineering. Can we come on a road trip with you? It's not allowed. <laughs> you guys have <laughs> just. You guys need to settle a partner. Yeah. No, we won't touch. We won't touch anything. <laughs> I'm gonna but get seasick the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put one of those things on behind your ear. You know. Yeah, the or patch the, or the suppository. Patch? The patch. We'll put a little candle inside. It slowly melts. You're okay to go. How does it melt? <laughs> slowly. <laughs> slowly. But uh, as you're navigating, I mean. You said it's on autopilot, but what are what are you paying attention to? Like, what are some key components that you want to make sure doesn't go? Uh, I mean, haywire? you're keeping track of your position, your latitude and longitude. Um, to not crash into any, any not, other not boats, crash or? anything into anything, not run into shallow water. Um, you know, the, 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 there's typically currents that are going to push you off course. So yeah. you know. Um, Steering a straight line is sometimes not as easy as as, as you might think, you know. So even if you put autopilot 
we're going this way, this doesn't automatically steer no, you? No, no, oh. no. So you're going to have to make adjustments uh, to the autopilot sometimes constantly. Uh, you know, if you're running along uh, along the coast, the tides are going to move you around, you know. So depending on what the tide is doing, uh, you're going to have to make adjustments with uh, with the the, uh, the heading and course of the, of the ship. Do you feel the tides, tides at all? Is, I mean, are the ships like... You've seen those, obviously, those shows, Deadliest Catch and all those stuff. Right, yeah. You see those boats kind of really rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it get that rough out at sea sometimes? It it, it can be. Um, I When I did the trip to Midway back in 20, I mean, we were in 16 to 20-foot seas for probably about three days. Wow. Oh, and you guys feel everything? Oh, yeah. Just rocking and rolling. For three days. For three non-stop? days. Nonstop? Nonstop. Oh, my God. Yeah. there's. It's very difficult to sleep. <laughs> what do you mean sleep? Bro, there's no possible way I'll be... That's, it's not even... Because I I, I, I've been on... I've gone deep sea fishing. Uh-huh. And I took, you know, those pills you got to yeah, take. Like a, an, an hour ago, yeah. an hour before, there was people that didn't take those pills yeah. an hour was prior it, to... What would you take? Tramadol? I don't, I don't remember what it was, bro. <laughs> Quaaludes? <laughs> <laughs> it was with Bill Cosby. I, t- I took some quaaludes. I took some ecstasy with some rufalin. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember what happened. I just but there I was, was a little sore. But there was people that didn't take it. Dude, they were yakking the entire trip. Oh, uh, yeah. It happens. I mean, how long did, did how long did it take you to kind of get your sea feet? And, I mean... Uh, sea so, you, so you don't you don't put any patches or anything? In no. Uh, stuff like that... Um, Sometimes I'll take like a little bit of uh, like ginger. Ginger usually will ease my stomach up a little bit. Uh, knock on wood, I've never really found myself um, throwing up from from seasickness. But this stuff is it's not for everybody. Um, it's definitely not for everybody. But um, when you're out there doing this this stuff for a, you know for a period of time, your body adapts. It gets used to it. A little bit. You don't develop vertigo or anything. No, thank it? God. No. no, but can you? From yeah, I've heard of people n- not developing vertigo because of this. Uh, you know, spending time on boats. Vertigo, uh, my understanding, like you just end up getting it out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually worked with a couple of people that ended up getting it, and they had to give up their career. You, you can't, just can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah, it's sad. It, I, it was sad to watch that what one that in do? particular. Vertigo, basically, you lose your. So your the, balance your equilibrium yeah oh shit so you can things just seem like you're always in a uh, t- so that tidal person wave. can't drive either no no if, if you have bro you can't even walk yeah man. you can't even walk oh, if it's shit, you know bro. if it's active and you're here's another reason everybody should be thankful if they have health be thankful today so during at, at any point during that the three days you know 72 hours of 15 20 foot waves mm-hmm. are you is the boat, are you guys ever in any type of danger, or it's just normal for the boat to handle that? Some of the ability to cope with uh, sea, sea conditions like that is the, a lot of it depends on where those waves are coming from in relation to where you're going. You know, so if you're if you have to go directly into seas like that. It would obviously be significantly more difficult than if those seas were, say, on your side or behind you. 
right? Which one's? I would think the side is more dangerous. No, the no? side is that is going to be one of the more comfortable ones. We okay. call that riding the ditch, riding in the ditch, and that's how it was when I did the midway trip. So the boat's just rolling a lot. So it's not going to flip you. No, no. Um, but you're, when you're when you're going driving into it, it's just constant what pressure. You're not driving. I need. To, there's well, so many. There's so many different variables. You're navigating. Navigating. Into is that what is you driving or navigating? Because even John John said. We can't go on a road trip because it's a boat. It's a Jason. What are you? What are you doing? You're driving it or navigating it? <laughs> Both driving, <laughs> driving the boat, ass. navigating the boat, whatever. There you go, see, driving the boat. So the, you He's know, just being nice to you. You can because you're short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Arnold, are anything. you? How glad are you that you're back this year? What do you mean back this year? <laughs> <laughs> this is your first show of the year, brother. Aren't ah, you excited fine. to be back? Of course I was. That's I why he's you, getting his ass handed to him by the watchers. <laughs> the viewers. Uh, <laughs> oh, but yeah, anyways, God, sorry about that. That's all right. We tend to digress. You're on Verdugo. Uh, where were we? Uh, about driving into the wave. Driving or, into oh, the yeah. side, side of it. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of variables with this stuff, guys. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you can have um, you can have 10-foot seas if they're steep, if they're close together, if they're breaking if they're spread apart, the period, between, they call it the period between, between the swells. So if you have a long period swell, you know, like the Pacific Ocean, for example, is known to have these long period, lazy swells. They could be 20 feet, but you know what? Being out in that stuff is actually kind of fun. Mm. But then when you get into short periods, steeper, maybe 10-footers, then it starts getting really uncomfortable. And I see those 10-footers are coming from three different directions. I've been in that before, too. That's really uh, shitty. Ten-footers coming from three different directions, short period, all close together. And I feel like at night it would be worse. Sure, you can't see them. Exactly. Yeah. He has a flashlight. What are you talking about? During the daytime, at least you could brace yourself. He a has a bit. Costco flashlight. You turn it on. Have you seen those flashlights <laughs> on Instagram and stuff? Those they are the best. <laughs> you I can see from here to Arsenal. <laughs> It's not, like, a, bro, that's, that's not a flashlight. <laughs> bro, I swear that's not a flashlight. It's a portable sun. That's what it is. Yeah, but try buying one of those. Bro, so we're, you know, we're, like, we're off the rails again. But did you guys see that video of China setting, sending up a fake sun? Yeah, and it was is that how real? many times hotter than the... Five times. Act five times? Is that real or just bullshit? Bro, anything's possible with China. Those guys... Man, that's scary shit, bro. Yeah. I don't know, man. They I, sent up a fake sun. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? I, I I mean I read the I read oh, the article bro. on uh, on World Star, but that's World Star, so I mean I can't really hold them accountable. What, what the fuck's World Star? That's what it was on. That's what there was, where the article oh, was. Sounds posted pretty official. On. Well, that's not official. Then fuck yeah. China. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Oh, we're gonna get into fucking China later on. Don't worry. This so is far, the, this, this is the serious part. If you think. We're fucking around now. Wait till we start talking about government and Hector says he's We're being uh, very nice to you. This <laughs> Hector says he's ran with Marine Corps Zodiac units. Ran as in like physically ran Hector or like been on the boat with them or No, he's seen them a few times. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Hector's a veteran. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just joking. Yeah, don't. You Fuck you up. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hector, I'm not into the fighting thing, brother. <laughs> I'm the nicest one here, bro. Yeah, he is, actually. Um, 
Where were we at? Sorry. I have no idea. Man, these comments are distracting me with uh, Harry and John going at it about Verdugo versus Vertigo. It's okay. They'll meet each other at the bar later They're both banquet halls, guys. Banquet halls have nothing to do with the medical diagnosis. Is that that's Harry Ohanesian? Yeah, it is. And yeah. who's John? John? John's a... Uh, Recovering alcoholic. <laughs> slash attorney, yeah. <laughs> a good attorney, too. And no, he's they're, they're he's the highest tier AA member. I mean, there's platinum level, and then John is like the you know the Masons who the level that nobody knows about. That's where John's at with AA. President's chair. <laughs> you said with AA. Okay. <laughs> you guys are so funny. <laughs> John, what's that level called? President's you, chair. Is that <laughs> if you're able to disclose it? By the way, if you can't, we understand. Peasant's chair or pe- president? President. Oh, president's chair. John, I have a more serious question. My cousin just texted in asking, uh, have you had an oh shit moment where you're like, oh shit, we're in trouble at sea? Uh, uh, Close call. Mm-hmm. Actually, on that, uh, that midway trip, we ended up running over a huge piece of... Uh, like a fishing net, oh, a huge chunk of net, and it went around one of our propellers. So did you have to send someone down? No, or? we actually managed to get it out while we were underway by um, playing around with the transmission, putting it in Dropping reverse. It in reverse. Just, yeah. We managed to get it to get it to come out by by putting that engine in reverse while the other one was in forward, and we were still underway. I don't know how, but we got it out. We were lucky. We how were very you, lucky. How do you learn these things? I mean... You can't, it's hard to practice, right? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just have to think outside of the box. You, 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 when you're out on a boat for uh, days or weeks or however long, long it is, you have to learn how to be resourceful. So there isn't going to be someone out there to come and help you. you how far to, is the Coast Guard, best case scenario? Uh, the Coast Guard's not really there to help you in a situation like that. What do you mean? They're just going to say, screw you on this situation? No, I mean, one? well, there's seven of you. They could pick you up in a... Uh, yeah, well, helicopter. So, um, what do you do? Just, just leave your boat because there's a fishing net stuck around one of the propellers? No, no, I'm just saying worst case scenario. Worst case yeah. scenario of the boat sinking? Yeah, then the Coast Guard's going to come out and uh, and rescue you. Yeah. They're, 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 I mean, 30 miles away, that's what? 15, uh, like, you know, 15 minute flight? Uh, something like that in a, between uh, North America and Midway. If something happens there, then you're it's not. It's not 30 minutes. It's not going to be a helicopter. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna take a couple of days for someone to find you and with a ship. Yeah, they're oh. gonna have to come out with the ship. Oh, not all rescues can be done with the helicopter, brother. How do you know? Only how. What's the distance a helicopter can cover? Aren't there military ships all over the sea? They don't. They can't fly one of those. I mean, how, how does rescue work? Mil- in the middle first of, the of all, ocean? military yeah, ships do not fly. That's one no, thing I want. Military to ships that have fl- have. Usually helicopters and different. I get you yeah, now, but you yeah. said when tanks. We, tanks can that's go what underwater. You said, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's say worst case worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Let's say, for example, uh, there is a problem with the ship. Because okay. for for me, I asked this, sorry, because for me, that's how I look at everything. Like when I was flying the Cessna, I asked the guy, the trainer. I said, "What happens if the engine shuts down?" Yeah. He goes, "Well, let's shut it down." And he shuts it down. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. So that's how I approach things is, okay, this is what we're doing. But worst case scenario, what are we going to do? Even when I'm driving, I'm always thinking, okay, if this happens, how am I going to, you know, that's just. It's human nature. It's reflexes. 
Well, some people don't have reflexes. That's why there's uh, accidents. That's, and that's a lot why of a lot of people just work behind the desk all day. <laughs> behind the cubicle. Yeah. <laughs> but in your case, like, well, what goes through your mind? That, that I mean, what are you, worst case, preparing for? And so are we going back to the fishing net around the... Any any scenario. What's the, <laughs> what's the worst case scenario that you face? Worst worst case scenario you would face uh, working on uh, working on boats or spending time on boats out in the middle of nowhere. The worst case scenario is fire or your boat going down. Um, in which case, uh, part of the credentialing process uh, to to sail on commercial vessels uh, entails um, water survival courses. All this is all stuff that I've gone through. So yeah. I've, I've had to take water survival courses. I've had to take, uh, various firefighting classes. These are, I've had to take, uh, it goes beyond uh, things like, um, like say CPS being, having a CPR certification. I need to get CPR certified every year. Uh, but I've taken a, a, a more advanced version of CPR, uh, called uh, they call it medpick med medical person in charge. So this is like let's say one of my shipmates uh, has a broken trachea, and I need to give this guy a, a broken a, trachea. Let's say I need to give him an emergency tracheotomy. Do you know what guys? Do you know what that is? Can no. you explain what broken tracheotomy is? Well, it means you need to uh, punch a hole in someone's neck and use something like a big pen so he can breathe, like a ventilator, basically. Yeah. What you guys have been seeing on the news. Every day since COVID happened, ventilators, he's pretty much, you can put a manual ventilator with it. So basically one too. that, that class gives me, having taken that class means that I can use, uh, say the ship's satellite phone to a shore based doctor who would guide me, uh, verbally over the phone on how to do something like procedures. Exactly. Jesus it's not something I would shit. do myself. But with guidance from a shore-based person, I could do that. Oh wow! I don't want to do that. I hope that yeah. I hope that never happens. Well, did you see what Alan said? Alan said, "Haven't you seen Castaway? There, there are no boats. <laughs> no one's coming. <laughs> Just a volleyball, basically." Wilson. Yeah. Now is because a couple of people earlier were asking. I mean, knowing you, you've all you're obviously seasoned, uh, captain, mate. Right, depending on which boat you're navigating. Sure. If somebody were looking into getting into this career, yeah. is it something that you would recommend? Is it lucrative? Is it something that's? It is. Um, I I really uh, if you if you look at uh, some of the the return on investment that you get through um, college degrees, um, the. Uh, the maritime academies around the United States, we have one in California, California Maritime Academy. That's up in the Bay Area. Uh, there, There's one in Maine. There's one, there's Massachusetts Maritime Academy. There's one at Texas A&M. These maritime academies t typically are at least in the top 10 every year in terms of return on, on investment for your dollars spent for your education. In some cases, they're eclipsing things like Harvard Business School. Wow. So I worked with uh, a 23, 24-year-old engineer who uh, was out of, he was out of uh, Maine Maritime. Right out of school, he was making $160,000 a year. 160000 so you, you And what was the cost of the tuition? Um, 
I would say 80 to 110,000 dollars. You know, this is going to be very comparable to a it's a state school. So, yeah, comparable to yeah. what you think a state school tuition would be. I mean, a medical doctor, attorney, CPA, they don't start at 160. Right. And those are probably the highest paid professions out so of college. So this uh, this gentleman was also working on a semi-submersible uh, drilling platform in the Gulf of Mexico during the oil boom. So that's probably a little bit of a higher number. But it's very easy for students to come out of school from one of the maritime academies um, and very easily make $75,000, a year, probably without trying. So that's dollars outside of California is comfortable living. In California, what's the average income? It's, it's not. It's, it's it, not it, more than eighty five. It's less than eighty five in California. As, as, but yeah, but I mean, in order to comfortably live in California, in L.A., California, L.A. is not California. San Diego, San Francisco. Okay, Los you're Angeles. talking about metro areas. Okay, where are you going to live? You're Bro, gonna half live, of you, California. You don't have to live in the city. I mean. Go to You're Fresno. Right. You see how nice it is over there. See, like, not, well, it all. I guess, I guess. I mean, it all depends on the person. Like me personally, I can't. I can't live outside of Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, because your commissions are going to be smaller than. Well, you well, handling. But that then shit, again, you know? but then again, cost of living is cheaper there. Yeah, but the commissions so are. So it's all relevant. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Okay. Of course it is. Oh, okay. But of course, but the commissions sure are slow, are lower there though. Small commissions, small no bueno. expenses, smell good. <laughs> but gas prices What gas prices are the same Most places yeah Find me somewhere where it's under $4 a gallon now What Biden is the president for all the states or No it's California that's that's, that's all that's happening Oh he only runs <laughs> well, I'm not saying Biden bro I'm saying it's in California <laughs> What you does know, Biden have to do with anything you in California You know where that comes <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That that lady. Somebody I knew. They they went on a family trip to Colorado, and, and my friend's aunt saw the lower prices of gas in Colorado, and she seriously asked, like, God, "Is Biden not the president <laughs> here? Why is the prices so <laughs> so cheap?" <laughs> my friend still laughs at us, bro. He's in Texas. He goes, "Bro, I can't believe the like." I, he's like, "I still can't believe you guys haven't jumped ship yet." And just left. Oh, we're gonna get into jumping ship. And we have Speaking a, with jumping ship, Jason, yeah. let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted. Uh, look, I mean, the the reason why Jason's on the show is because I don't think we are there any Armenians in in your industry. I've I've never. If there are, them. I haven't found them yet. There, it, this this industry does not. <laughs> there are very few, if any, Armenians. I haven't met any. And people look at me like I'm strange being Ar- being Armenian, or you know, they kind of trip out. And I have an Armenian working on my boat, you know. It's a good thing you don't look Armenian. That's what they yeah. <laughs> they throw you off the boat like who's He's this like, foreigner? I would have never passed USC at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, before we obviously jump into uh, other topics, uh, have you done any trips to Europe? Anything in Asia? Um. Nope, I've never I've never sailed in Europe or Asia. Not yet. Nothing yet. No. Any plans on? Maybe. Any? Let's see. See which way the wind blows me. Sounds like Arno has a <laughs> contract waiting for you in Europe. The hell is what, what the what? hell? Wait, how, the, how, how does that sound like Arno has a contract waiting what, for him in Europe? What's more exciting? I was though, hoping like a sailboat or 
or what you navigate now? I mean, what I navigate now, I'm doing it for, for work. It's my profession, you know. But sailing, I absolutely love sailing. Sailing is my passion. I love it. Sailing is great. It's the most fun way to go two miles an hour. That's it? That's all you're going? <laughs> but I heard it's fuel efficient, too. Yeah, it's the original hybrid. <laughs> I thought you go a lot faster than of that. Of course yeah. you do. It was a little it's bit of a joke. Oh, okay. I was going to say two miles an hour. It's okay. It's his no, because I know his boat. Change your batteries today? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to charge myself. But your boat goes, what, you said eight and a half knots? The boat I work on in Alaska, about uh, about eight and a half knots. Eight and a half knots, which yeah. is how many miles? Uh, just over nine miles an hour. But, uh, that's, that's you know, hella fast. That's how fast a lot of these young guys with BMWs on Glen Oaks drive, about nine. nine ten and a half miles nine, per ten hour. Ten and a half miles an hour. Well, that that's how fast you go when you have 1,800 horsepower pushing uh, about one and a three-quarter million pounds of fuel. Wow. One and a three-quarter million pounds. Yeah. That sounds really fast at that point. <laughs> so we're talking about... <coughs> A thousand, almost a thousand tons. A little less than a thousand tons. More than a thousand more. tons. Way no. more than a thousand no. tons. Because a thousand tons is two million, two, uh, two thousand pounds. I mean, a ton is two thousand pounds. Times a thousand, that's two million pounds. So you said less, one point. Yeah, about one point seven five million pounds. Yeah. So yeah. less than a thousand pounds. Uh, tons. Yeah. Yeah, a little less than a thousand tons. Your math was on cue, sir. Yes, even with my ice cube melting, it's still okay. <laughs> Bring your ice cube. Let it not be alone again. Don't don't spill it. Right on the store. Right the color, it's like tea almost. John, you got to try this, buddy. We'll save some for you. Bring it over, brother. Thank you, sir. By the way, cheers. Thanks for the... Um, Thanks for the, thanks uh, for the drink. And yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Cheers, brother. Thank you We're so gonna much. Cheers, guys. You're not drinking yet? I go straight for the bottle. Yeah. You all know COVID, that. Yeah, I know. If you have, when you have COVID, you don't want to be drinking. Especially wasting alcohol like this, you know? Yeah. No, I don't drink. And it's this whole year, I haven't had any alcohol. Very Harry proud wants, of myself. Harry wants to know, would you ever want to compete in America's Cup? Ah, that's an interesting question. Sure. Absolutely. You would. I would do it, yeah. Well, how how long is the American Cup? America's Cup, it's every four years. No, oh. as far as like the distance that you have to say. Oh, America's Cup is not a distance race. That's a, that's a buoy race. So they're racing around like a little course in, in a place like, say, San Francisco Bay or wherever else it might be. They are, uh, there are other ocean races uh, for, for the sport of sailing. Though. Some of them are pretty incredible. There's actually a race, uh, a single-handed race. The boats are crewed by one person, and they sail nonstop around the world from France to France. It's oh, absolutely fuck. incredible. It's called the Vendée Globe. Vendée Globe. Vendée Globe, yeah. And there's another one called the Volvo Ocean Race. That's very similar, but those boats have a bit larger crews, and uh, the, the round-the-world race is broken up into uh, legs. Jeez. But uh, Vendée Globe, this is... This is the this is the race of the races. So you're saying from France to France? Yeah, so via via the two capes. So okay. No no canals. So what are we looking at as far as oh. mapping this out? How do you where do we where do you go? Where Back you, to geography we go. So I forget if these guys are going east to west or west to east, but they they sail south from Europe, uh, and they they go 
I'm I'm gonna venture to say they go they go west around um, Cape Horn and they continue around Cape Horn through the Southern Ocean and then round the Cape of Good Hope the tip of, of Africa and then go north back to Europe so there is no cutting through Panama. No canal. No use of the canals. So it's straight up. You're going through ice, ice water. You're, you're going through. Yeah, you're 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 at uh, you're at big latitudes, uh, cold water, and uh, heavy wind. Lots of lots of bad weather conditions. And how big are the boats? Those are um, the sizes fluctuates a little bit, but they're right around sixty sixty five feet, I think. Okay, so I mean they're they're good sized boats, but they're not. They're not, you know, what you're, you're normally on. No, those and those are high performance uh, sailboats specifically designed for that job. And you said it's crew of one. Crew of one. They're single handed. Okay, yeah. God forbid something happens. Yeah, it happens. And and yeah, things happen. Yeah, there's guy. There's people that have gone missing and never seen again. You're shitting me. But the no. next year they didn't go into the race, bro. There there aren't other boats kind of Following? monitoring. No, not necessarily. You're. On, you, you can't cheat, bro. It's around the world. You can't really cheat. You know? <laughs> no, it's not cheating. It's just for safety reasons. No, the safety is you just don't participate the following year. That's it. Uh, you don't make it back to France. You just don't go out that's the next it. year. Nobody that's looks it. for you. Nah, that's Nothing. the way you Kind do of it. like Hunter Biden's com- laptop. Nobody looks for it. Nobody wants Nothing. to know anything about it. Remember Hillary's, Hillary's email? Yeah. So there, there are more people uh, that have summited Mount Everest than there are that have sailed around the world nonstop solo. Oh, shit. So that's more difficult to do. Is that something you would attempt or? No. I think he likes living his life. No. I want to sail to Hawaii by myself. That's it. I want a jet ski from here to Catalina Island one day. It's easy. I can hook you up. I know the I've people. Never, I've screw never screw that done shit. It. I know. I've I, I've gone to uh, Marina bro, I Del Rey. I was so down to do that. I've Catalina rented those boat, those speed boats that you could rent out. I, I've gone to the marina and I've rented those. Dude, you go out to you go out after outside the harbor and you hit the ocean. There was points where we would stop, and we were like, "All right, you know what? Let's just let's let's chill here for a little bit," and you know, like. Enjoy the ocean and stuff. Dude, you look at the water. You're just like, shit, something's going to come up and grab me, take me under. <laughs> you watch Jaws to me. And I'm like, yeah, I, I am terrified. I could swim, but I am terrified of, like, dark water. Well, speaking of dark water, when I when we went to... Uh... <laughs> dark water? Yeah, that's what it's called. It's dark water, dude. Right, I know. <laughs> when, we, when we went to Cancun uh, the first time with... A group of guys. I think this was <clears throat> twenty or so years ago, and so it's about eight of us, and we rent jet skis in Cancun. So you know, majority of the water is like pool water. So we're probably jet skied a couple miles into it, and then it gets, as you say, dark water, yeah. deep waters, and then in the middle of nowhere, there's this pool of shallow water. Um, maybe say. 50 60 feet in diameter so we would park our jet skis around that parameter take our life jackets off and dive into that shallow and i remember as i'm under the water i'm looking around it's pitch black yeah man you're in 12 15 feet of water but around you it could be a couple hundred feet i don't know and I'm thinking, what if somebody yeah. just, sw- you know, so- not somebody. Else. Jaws, bro. Something, something swims in and just grabs one of us, takes us out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
Any stories of things you might have Jason, seen? Jason. Jason. Sorry, Jason. That's all right. Jason, you see have, how distracted you have any John is? Yeah, John is always distracting us, bro. Jason, any stories of things you might have seen in the ocean? Like, uh-uh. I'm more interested in the ocean. You know how we have NASA discovering every other planet in this universe? Yeah. I'm way more interested in what's underwater. I've seen uh, my share of, of whales. I've seen blue whales, gray whales, killer whales. No, anything that's oh, not known whales. to us. Anything that's not known to us. Uh, no. Look, there's less we know about the ocean than we do about the uh, space. space. Of course. So there's, I mean, have you seen those deep divers where they go into that, I forget what it's called. I think it's in South America. Just like walks the real underwater. Deep trenches. Yeah, yeah, walks underwater near the edge. It's like this black hole. He just dives into it. It's yeah, literally you know, uh, deep water. It's like cave diving. Yeah, but I mean, it's pitch black. Yeah. You, have you <laughs> have you seen uh, have you heard uh, uh, Cowboy Cerrone's story? The he told UFC the, fighter. Yeah, yeah. So he would do cave diving underwater, and like you you mentioned, it's it's pitch black, and he's like he went through an, almost a near death experience, where he said. Uh, they were diving, and obviously there's a line that connects to you, and that yeah. line goes out to, uh, you know, the surface. And I don't remember the story specifically, exactly in details, but I remember distinct moments where he was like, the line got cut, and he's like, I spun, and he's like, it's pitch black. And now at that point, when you're spinning, you stop, you're like, okay, shit. Which direction am I in? Which, what's up? What's yeah. down? yeah. And then he's like, you know, you got your oxygen connected to you and you got your watch telling you how much oxygen you have inside your, your tank. So he's like, okay, I got to not panic because if I panic, I start breathing heavy. I'm going to, you know, the oxygen, Use up the oxygen. oxygen. So he's like, I start, he's like, I found, I found the line. I pull myself. He goes, I'm going up, going up, going up. And boom, I hit a wall. And then he's like, okay, he's like, all right, that's, that's, that's wrong. I mean, he's like, I turn around the other way. Go, 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 go. Boom. I hit a wall. And he's like, then I start panicking. He's like, <sighs> wow. he's like, and he was like, I don't remember how long it was again, but he mentioned the story. He was like, he doesn't remember for how long he was trapped there where he was like, that's it. Like, this is, this, it. This is it. Like, this is where I die. Like, I didn't get to hug my girls goodbye, tell my wife I'm sorry. Like, I fucked up. And Why do you always have to say sorry to the wife? That's the one I didn't understand, bro. Right, Maybe he was diving with his girlfriend. That's why. <laughs> well, she wasn't yeah. going along and he didn't take her. Like, when, uh, the, when you hear stories like that, you're just like, shit. Like, would yeah, you? it's scary, bro. Both, both, even that guy that, remember the Red Bull guy that went up? Oh, yeah, when he jumped above out. The, I think he was above the atmosphere. atmosphere you know? Yeah, and he jumped. And he pretty much skydived. I mean, yeah. Fuck, where you gotta be a different level of crazy to do stuff like that underwater and, or and he passed out while he was dropping because yeah. of the G force. He has good life uh, life insurance out here. Yeah, yeah. Paul Arakelian got him the life covered. insurance covered. No, the look, I water ocean water freaks me out. I mean, I, I don't mind being on a boat and all that, but as far as to swim in the middle of nowhere, if I can't see. Under the water. If I can't see five feet, I can't. I don't care to swim. If I can't see my cankles, I can't yeah, swim. Exactly. I'm telling you, man. Like we stopped with those speedboats. We stopped for like 13, 14 seconds, just to kind of like you know, like. And I look. I'm like, hey, we we gotta go. Like, turn the engine on. Like, just 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 drive, because you're just like something is literally gonna pop up. <laughs> 
And it's gonna be like Free Willy, bro. Like, just jumps <laughs> over, just slams Free into Willy. us, and just kills us all. Can so, you imagine Arnold singing that Michael Jackson song the whole time? I believe that's flat. So, so you've seen killer whales? Actually, I saw killer whales uh, smashing sea lions right oh not God. far from Los Angeles. I saw that happening at uh, Port Wainimi once. Oh shit! Right? Yeah, so I couldn't believe it. They're the most majestic animals to me. Yeah, like, I couldn't they believe it. Throw the sea lions up in the air. And... No, they're they're smart. They're almost as smart as human beings. Smarter than most human beings, I should smart say. Most of the left. most of the mask wearing <laughs> human beings, but they're just incredible mammals, bro. I know some really smart mask wearing human beings too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to meet them. I know there's a hospice that has a few clients. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, did I go to the... <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was, uh, my wife and I, we, we were visiting Boston. It was about four or five years ago. So we go to that, I forget what it's called. Is it the harbor that kind of goes around the, the, the main city? And we rent this boat. It's about the size of this table. And it's just the two of us. So as I take the boat out, I make a right. And it's pretty windy. So we go <laughs> right a few hundred feet. This fucking thing is like just the waves are about to flip us over. And I'm like, okay. were you wearing a life jacket? No. Well, there was there was life jackets there. I'll tell you. But and I'm like, dude, this can't be it, man. Like, this is how I go. Yeah, <laughs> I swear that's how that's how. I mean, the boat was literally just. <laughs> swinging like that and we're in probably like 18 feet of water it's not even deep but still it's cold it's what month was this i want to say maybe october because i was wearing yeah. a beanie and oh, i mean if i'm wearing, you're a, wearing beanie, a beanie yeah it's cold, yeah bro. so i'm like okay i'm not gonna kill my wife you know on an 18 foot <laughs> harbor yeah, that's not where you want to yeah, kill yeah. your wife you know? <laughs> so i turned around about 10 15 minutes into it come back and i tell the guy i'm like Dude, what the fuck was that like? He's like, which way did you go? I go that way. He goes, no, you're supposed to go that way. I'm like, why Should didn't you tell him? me? At that point, Ani's already like, I'm not getting back on the boat. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> done. I'm done with this. He's like, if you go that way, there's no waves. <laughs> you I'm told like, well, me maybe that. that's something you should tell your customers when they're renting your boat, man. Yeah, geez. yeah, it was it was pretty scary. Ani's so lucky with you. We had a good captain on that boat. Yeah, that yeah, I was a uh, fourth mate. I watched three YouTube videos before I hopped on. I was ready to sail through. Ours was hilarious too. We got it. We got, we're in the Harbor and, and full throttle, bro. Apparently there's a speed limit getting out. It's five miles an hour. Full throttle. You didn't see those buoys that have like those five miles. Nothing, bro. We were like, bro, it's like, we just rented a speedboat. We're going out into the ocean. Punch it. You see why they? You see why not too many Armenians are in the yeah. boat industry? Yeah, we're land people. You we're just answered people. your own question. Yeah, we're, we're land and fire people. How, how much has all of this COVID stuff affected your industry? Um, it, you know, it's an interesting question. Uh, I've actually ended up grossing the most money I've ever earned in these two COVID years. Really? I, was, I think I'm one of the fortunate ones. But anyway, I mean, the the ships are all backed up in the port. You guys have seen that. What's the story behind that? Do you know? It depends on where you read or gather your information on the topic. So from what I understand, a big part of the backup here in the port of Long Beach 
has a lot to do with environmental restrictions on the trucks that are allowed to call the port. So the 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 trucks can't be older than like 10 years old in order to go to the port and get containers off of the ships. What and the then, fuck does that matter though? Yeah, it's welcome to California. You guys so know, you guys know the drill here. Okay, so when the sh- how, we had what up to 100 and some ships Oh, uh, there's 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 more than that now. What they've done is they've taken them offshore where you can't really see what's happening anymore. Okay, so let's say two hundred, whatever that yeah. number is. I think it's just social distance. Is Jason. how <laughs> that ship being anchored? Yeah. How much damage is it causing the environment or the ocean, marine life? I I, don't, I mean I don't think it's really causing much damage if it's any burning fuel or it's anything? The, there it, there's a generator the there's a generator running on it it's burning fuel there's diesel emissions no doubt right so how's that any different than using a truck that's let's say 2000 that'll be in and out within 11, 15 minutes yeah 2011 yeah. truck versus 2012 yeah. plus the no, that's the death systems bro. plus like, the the engines burning um fuel on the ships are very large and they're burning large quantities of fuel which is worse than the truck, right? Yeah. So Way let's, worse. Let's, let's than burn truck. fuel uh, as if we have so much, so much of it just in the reserves, and continue to destroy the marine life. So you agree with what? So, they're doing? so 2011 or 2000? Yeah, 2011. Are you serious, bro? Well, you're saying, well, no, stop burning palanger, stop palanger. Sound like Simpsons' wife. Last week, I felt like I was Simpsons' wife. Yeah, mm. sound like shit. Man. So th- that that's what, and you know, we've got our brilliant governor deploying the national guard for fucking COVID testing. Yet we've got all this shit going on. Yeah, in I California. saw you mentioned something about the national guard. What's the what's what's the deal with the national guard? He's deployed him to assist in COVID testing. Are you serious? Yes. Is that's that is that true? <laughs> yeah. Where where in California? Well, we'll find out. Go to a testing site. Why the fuck would I do something like that? And then today he posted about, you know, praising himself about the $45 billion surplus we have yet. The fucking state looks like a fourth world country. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't get it's it. It's not bro. that bad, bro. I don't get it. Have you seen our freeways? Beautiful, bro. Yeah, <laughs> go look under the freeway. Who cares what's <laughs> under the freeway? Dude, the other way. The other, look up all the Last time. week I went to downtown LA uh, to this this uh, fish distribution warehouse, which was amazing, by the way. My friend Telman took me there. Uh, The owner of this warehouse is a uh, client of his. Armenian man. He's owned it since 1985. He started it in 1985. He has two warehouses in downtown LA, and he just bought one in Utah. And I was... what I was intrigued by, I, I love meeting honest, successful businessmen, especially Armenian successful businessmen, not people who took the shortcut and, you know, fraud here and bullshit there. The guys put in substantial years, bro. Four decades into it. It distributes everywhere. And I brought some uh, uh, ocean trout. This thing was better than salmon belly, bro. Like, I took some of it. I just did he did he buy? Oh, come on! Did he bring me. ocean trout? I've had I've had Alaskan salmon belly, and it's oh no, I don't even think he brought that trout. This ocean tr- trout is 
I'm telling you, I brought it home. I sliced it with my Japanese knife. I dipped it in some lime and salt. Just ate it raw. I don't know. That's raw. How, that's you how it I, raw? It's like amazing. Isn't bro. that it's the like, ones we saw in like the It was like butter. No, it was like butter. Anyways, around this warehouse, I was there for about an hour or so. We were just having conversation. It's like a fucking homeless encampment, bro. This guy runs a, I don't know, couple hundred million dollar company there. Around it, it was like a shithole. Right. I mean, it's right near Skid Row. You've got driving there. People are just shooting up and shitting all over the place. They're not. They were, I think they were vaccinating each other. I think so, yeah. Yes. They look. They, they were wearing, <laughs> you're right, they were wearing a white coat, lab coat. So, okay. yeah. Then it's safe. Yeah. I mean, I I think COVID has been financially beneficial to some of us it has and it's been very uh very bad to others you know uh, i'm one of the lucky ones you know yeah. my my wife uh, her business uh crumbled within a matter of two weeks uh, she's in which industry she uh she was uh, she was teaching yoga my wife is a yoga teacher um by trade um but um uh she had to fall back on her original career which was education and that's thankfully doing pretty well right now. Um, kids are back in school. The kids are back in school, and the teachers are getting COVID uh, or testing positive, and then she's coming in and, and subbing. Subbing. Yeah. Sub is like the best thing for teachers, for those that know. Yeah. For, for those who know, they know. <laughs> but I think we're, we're going to see a lot worse as far as uh, in the educational field. I feel like at this point, there's there's a lack of substitutes. There's a lack of people that want to go and teach inside a classroom. And with schools being open, I, f- I feel another lockdown. Bro, I feel like there should be a lack of students going into those schools. Well, there was a bunch of kids that <laughs> literally, the fir- it was the first day of school for GUSD, Glendale Unified. Do you know how many kids were sent home? They, were, they, they came in, tested. They're like, you got to go home. Okay, You're positive. You got to go home. You're positive. You say that, but how many parents have not sent their kids to school to stand up to this bullshit tyranny? I've done it a few times. A few times. This it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that it way. Doesn't. How many parents do you know that have done that? <laughs> Very not, few, bro. Yeah. The ones see? that do just pick up and leave. Like like we were talking outside. <sighs> but bro, that's not the solution. It's not a solution. You're right. Gonna, it's not a solution. I'm going to take but a potty break po- real go quick. Go ahead, go ahead. But at what point do you say, you know what? Quality of life is important. And to live in fear has no quality to me. That's right. There's no freedom in fear. I agree. But See, what, what, where I have an issue is our community we like to stick together i know yeah yours is a little different you've lived in different parts of the world and parts of the country but you you and i we came to la lived in la shit he's moved once i've moved twice and that's it five miles this way 10 miles that way that's it see like with armon saying oh take your kids out take your kids out and then what happens is it affects for example your wife's career right because what will happen is, all right, the kids aren't going to school. It's hurting the pocket of the schools. Yeah, I mean, you know, in, in a way, you're thinking, you know what? Yeah, I'm doing something good for the community, for freedom, for America. 
But then at the same time, now you're hurting the pocket of another family where it'll be like, all right, well, you know, we've lost a bunch of kids. Time to downsize. So we got to start laying people off. And then when those people get laid off, it's, it's, it's a tough situation we're in right now. I mean, do we see an end of it? I, I've, I said it, you know, earlier um, this year and late last year, I said, I think we're at the beginning of the end. I think with this whole Omicron variant. I don't even like that damn phrase. Yeah, I think with this whole <laughs> Omicron variant, I think it was kind of more of a wake-up call to everybody like, hey, uh, this, is a, this is a cold. Right. And all these PCRs and uh, rapid tests being recalled and discontinued. I, I, I don't know. Call me crazy. Uh, I feel like it, this is the beginning of the end. Are you sure it's not the new normal? I hope not, man. Those I are phrases not. that frighten me, bro. Yeah, Stop. The, the new, Stop. When, when you it hear, was sarcasm. Yeah, when you hear the new norm or the new normal or like we we're the three of us were chit-chatting yesterday. We had a guest where he was saying, uh, you know, just, just go, go, go get vaccinated and everything will be fine and this is normal. Everything will go back to, you know, what it was before. It's like. I don't know. It seems like it's gotten worse. <sighs> seems like it's gotten worse, well, if anything. I don't know if it's. Certain areas, yes, but for example, last few months, I rarely get hackled for not wearing a mask at like grocery store or anywhere. Yeah, this past week. Before, but <laughs> on Saturday, uh, we took our kids to uh, my wife and I. We took our kids to um, uh, Aquarium of the Pacific down yeah. in Long Beach. And then before we get there, my my wife's like, listen, don't make a big deal out of wearing a mask, okay? I said, fine. So you had to cave in, huh, asshole? So, so we go in. Um, they're like, sir, you need a mask. I said, okay, fine. Put on my mask below Aww. my nose, and we walk in. And they're like, would you like a family photo? You should have said yes. I said yes. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> And it's so we we're about to take a family photo, so we take out our mask. She says, "No, no, no! You gotta wear your mask. Smile with your eyes." <laughs> Did you give it <laughs> a little it finger? I swear. I turned on. I said, "You can go fuck yourself if you think I'm gonna smile with my eyes." I was like, "Why are you being?" <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, I'm sick and tired of this shit." Like, smile with your f- eyes. What does it mean, smile with your eyes? You want to see it? You want to see it? How do you smile with your eyes? I don't know. Here, it's like, here, here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of, one of my friends, he went to Subway. So oh, he walked those people. He walked into a Subway for lunch. And the girl uh, the girl sees him walking in. So she, she puts her mask on. She walks up to him. She goes, uh, uh, sir, do you have a mask? He goes, I, I don't have a mask. But if you have one, uh, I'll be more than happy to, you know, I'll, I'll take it and I'll wear it. She goes, well, I don't have a mask. He goes, well, can, you just, can I just take my order and, you know, grab my food and leave? She goes, no, I can't serve you without a mask. So he turns around behind him, and there's a guy eating. He goes, well, he's not wearing a mask. Well, she goes, well, he's actively eating. <laughs> so he, he grabs a bag of chips <laughs> and opens it, and he starts eating. He goes, now I'm actively eating, so can you take my order? She goes, you could take your chips and leave. He goes, well, I'd like to pay for the chips because I don't want you to say that I stole it. And he goes, I, love, 
And she goes, they're free for today. You could just leave. You see? Oh. And, and so which subway is this? I like free chips. I don't bro. remember which one it was, but Sean. Who's I down to go get some free chips with you? Sean, no, I love you, man. I had to tell the story on the air. It's 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 bull, bro. It's bullshit. I mean, it, <laughs> and and but you know what I love about it? That slowly it's crumbling. So when you say it's getting worse, it's getting worse only because right now everybody and their grandma is testing like fourteen times a day, as if it's going to change anything, right? And and part of it I don't blame them because their employers are. Forcing, forcing them to so they right. can go back to work yeah and then students at schools but what i blame for is the fact that nobody's like fine you don't want me to come to work i'm not you're gonna be fucking short-staffed you want me to take another test for what by the time you even get the result it's already my contagious stage is already gone right so there's a stage where can being <coughs> contagious as well as far as I know, I'm no scientist or marine, you're not marine, Fauci. or a marine biologist. You are not a Fauci. <laughs> no, you no. are not science. No. See, like, let me ask you guys this. Monday. Well, why mo- would you ask me anything? You, bro? I don't you, know you, shit. You, you guys saw me on Monday. Yes, we did. No, I didn't see you on Monday. I saw you. No, you saw me before. on Sunday. Okay, you yes. saw me on Sunday. You saw me on Monday when I gave you the laptop and stuff. Yeah, where's the charger for the laptop? <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Originally, when COVID began, they said, you know... Two weeks two to weeks flatten to, the curve. Yeah, two weeks to flatten the curve. And then it became, you know, if you're symptomatic, stay home. If you're asymptomatic, you could still spread it. What's the difference? And then now it's beca- it, went, it went from 14 days to 10 days. To five days. To, to five, five days. And then now they're turning around. They're saying, uh, you don't need a negative result to come back to work. Just after five days, you just show come back. up. Yeah. What the freaking Be- hell is going on? Because there's no and there's no science behind it, bro. I understand, but it's like why? Okay, these, it's it's these hap- two anti-science all, people. All bro. of this is happening right in front of your face, like literally right. right in front of your face. Are people not seeing this and realizing? Okay, two weeks to flatten the curve, ten days, five days. No. Now I don't need before you needed two negative tests to go back to work. What did I post today? Which one? The CDC director. Oh, where you said you had... Uh, yeah. Where, what what well, was she saying? Well, she said that basically half the people that are... What? Half? Well, no, that was New York. I'm sorry. New York was half the people that have been hospitalized were not because of then the Then even New York upped it to about 70%. Yeah, then they went up to like 75%. Okay. So what did the CDC... By the way, CDC is what? Center for Disease, Disease Control, Control, right? Yeah. It's supposed to protect us as far as against disease right so they're they're the authority in this area supposedly supposedly now what did the cdc director admit to today as far as for the death number of deaths in the u.s they're they're or globally but they're they're lower than what they were what they 75 to 80 percent yes had at least four other comorbidities correct which means people Wait, you said 75% had at least four other comorbidities. So what about the other 25%? Those could have died from COVID solely. But they had other one or two comorbidities. Not necessarily. Possibly. Possibly. It doesn't get into that detail. Unfortunately, it's not that specific. Which means even the 800,000 deaths that we had recorded last year, which was, you know, why a million people have died. 
when, <clears throat> you know, I used to talk about that's 20, 25% accurate. That 800,000 is about maybe 200,000 actually died from COVID. Because there's a difference between dying with COVID. Of COVID. Or from COVID or of COVID, right? Okay. These guys just blend everything in. You could... Yeah, but we're at an emergency. Everything can so, be blended. But the fact that the CDC director admitted that today, that 75 to 80% did not actually die from COVID, that, what is that showing? And Biden last week admitted that this is not something that I can control on a national level. It has to be controlled on a state level. Uh-oh. When Trump said that, what happened? They said, bro, you don't want to take control of the country. He's the bad orange man. He's, bro, what are you talking about? I mean, Biden, before he was president, was saying, I have a plan to stop COVID and I'm going to shut this virus down. Yes. And then he turns around and he says, well, this is, this is not... Uh, this well, is not he a, said that last week, right? This is not a national... Yeah, it's not a national uh, we, issue. There's no... No, not an issue. We don't have a solution on a national level. On a national level, correct. So, I mean, it's like... And besides that... Fauci, Biden, the CDC director. Bro, Fauci uh, should do more time than fucking Epstein. And Dr. Dr. Bill Gates. I think John disagrees with you. Dr. Bill Gates, um, MD, also mentioned, you know, you get, well, va- you get is vaccinated. Is that piece of shit an MD? You, no, man, I'm just I'm oh, pulling your shit, leg. Bro. Uh, you, get, you get the vaccine, you can't get COVID. You get the vaccine, you can't get COVID. You get the vaccine, you can't get COVID. And then all of a sudden, this entire holiday season, you have this massive spike of people that are positive. Spike proteins. And what is that? You look at the ones that are taking it really, really hard, vaccinated. What what's your take on this, Jason? He doesn't want to get fired, bro. Leave him alone. I think it's all bullshit. Oh, there you Which go. part? All of I don't know. All of it? I don't know. I mean, I had it last week. Um yeah, you're sitting here with us. Yeah, uh, it was Stop a bad spreading it was, your germs, Jason. <laughs> I've had worse hangovers. Um <laughs> They haven't lasted as long, but um, it was a bad cold for me. And I don't know. It was bad for about maybe three to four days. Um, am I one of the lucky ones? Uh, I don't know. I guess no, I, have, uh, I have a cousin that works in, um, in an emergency room in downtown San Diego. And, you know, he's full of doom and gloom every time I talk to him about this subject. Because he went to medical school. Perhaps. Or nursing school. Yeah. Uh, P- PA school. Oh, yeah. Nursing school. It's funny. Anybody you talk, well, not anybody. I want to say about maybe eighty to ninety percent of the people in the healthcare field are the most negative Nancys when it comes to this topic. Well, that's that's got, here in LA. But and, why and, don't you guys think of it as a, they see more than we do? No, uh, no. Listen, think so? seeing more and putting stuff into perspective and logic is completely two different things. See, my wife is in the medical field. My brother is in the medical field. Are they? Are they the way most of these nurses, respiratory therapists, and doctors are? No. They see everything. They see who's going in, especially my brother, where he goes from hospital to hospital. He sees what's going on, and he's like, dude, it's, it's not as bad as everybody say, says it is. Yeah, there are hospitals that are full, but then at the same time, there are hospitals that are They're empty. full of what? Nervous Nancys. Yeah, and, he's, and, I, and it's funny where he says, I ask him, I said, okay, the ones that are full, how is it? He goes... Bro, he goes, they're full because somebody has a cold and they're in there. Literally, they get a chest x-ray, they get a COVID test, and they say, listen, go home and quarantine. Listen, go home and quarantine. Listen, go home and quarantine. They're telling people just leave. 
Just you leave. Know, you know that negative Even Nancy you're talking about? Saying that. Is that negative Nancy related to Nancy Pelosi at all? <laughs> but see, there, there's, but then there's those people that are in the medical field where you talk to them and go, you know, hey, you know, I wasn't feeling well. Oh, did you get tested? Are you going to get the vaccine? Be, the, uh, are, are, you should get tested before you go see people. The, the, the CEO of Pfizer came out and said, the first two shots you get are no longer feasible, basically. It was worthless. Yeah, and he said the third one will be so-so against the new variant. So he said we need to create another one for the Omicron. Look, you, you really want to understand how deadly this disease is? Here's what you can do. You can ask CMS, which is Medicare, to publish the, the statistics on how many hospice patients around the country actually died from COVID. Very simple statistic. They can pull that up in f 10 minutes. Can you have that data? No, I don't have access to CMS's national data. I wish I did. I'd publish that. Real quick. Today. On the wise list. But imagine that. If you... If, you, if CMS was to publish however many, let's say there's, you know, I don't know, 800,000 hospice patients nationwide, how many died from COVID last year? You, so what you're saying is that would be a good uh, litmus test? It depends on the state, the, too. That would be their best selling point. Why? Because these are the most frail, terminal, patients. old age patients you can you can come up with but if if they could even produce this number it's still not going to be anywhere near what the fear tactics they used to convince everybody to mask up and not even in new york arm do you remember what they did with the what uh, did he do what did cuomo do in so new york? cuomo was putting people in, into these nursing homes what people People who had COVID, right? He was putting them into nursing homes. And what does that do? Well, it was probably getting other patients uh, sick. Okay. But then they had a lot of deaths in the hospices, or it wasn't hospice. not hospices. It was nursing, sorry, nursing, nursing homes. homes. They had a lot of deaths compared you, to other. Years. You know how you know? <laughs> it's funny enough. You know how many people last year came to me? Was it? Actually, it was yeah. End of 2019, beginning of 2020. No, sorry. Yeah, it was... Uh, was it end of 2020, beginning of 2021? Yes, yes. Because okay. Trump was still president. You know how many people came to me in my industry and said, man, that guy Cuomo, he's a true leader. Trump should... This guy should be president. I said, have you fucking looked at what he's doing in New York and with the nursing homes? Yeah, this guy's the savior, bro. I swear, I wish I could Did go he back. do the state of New York a favor or not? Financially. Financially, and that, that's the problem with all of this, is that when you incentivize bad behavior, that's what you're going to get. When you're in some incentivizing hospital administrators, chief of staff, chief of departments, as far as, you know, if you put COVID death on the death certificate, you get 9,000 whatever that Hospital amount gets, is, yeah, X amount then of dollars. what do you think they're going to do? And people are like, so everybody's uh, in cahoots and they're colluding together. No. <coughs> if all you got to do is convince the top guy to write the protocol 
that, listen, when somebody comes in, you test them. And if it's COVID, you put COVID. You know, there's been a couple of times where somewhat, you know, over the years, the last two years, my patients die. They're like, did you test them? What the fuck would I test them for COVID? Died from lung cancer. What does that have to do with COVID? Well, yeah. COVID affects the lungs, bro. As I said, yeah. CMS should publish how many hospice patients died from COVID into 2020 and 2021. That will put everything into perspective. You'll see the number is so low, you'll fucking laugh at it. You have any friends or family that got COVID? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <My> <laughs> that was like the weirdest question. He, I just, he just told you he had COVID last week. <laughs> He's basically in recovery mode right now. Uh, my wife, who's had COVID? Yeah, my wife and I had it together last week. Uh, uh, okay, now, but as far as what, the, way you t- the way you took it, as far as you were saying, you've had hangovers worse. Yeah. Any friends or family that have taken it completely uh, the opposite? I've had a... I've had a large number of friends that have gotten it. Um, and fortunately, you know, knock on wood, everyone, you know, it was just a bad cold slash flu type thing. Oh, one friend in particular, though, he had some kind of like long lasting ill effects for uh, probably in excess of a month. Yeah. But that stuff is very unusual to hear that stuff. Um, I don't, I'm, but I don't then have there's people you speak to and they say, I've lost the five closest people in my family. No, all to COVID. And you're like, bro, you, I feel horrible for this person. Okay, yeah. those five people died where? Brother, I don't know. In I the hospital. Just, I'm sure. Yeah, one of my cousins told me about uh, friends that he knew, three people in one family that all died of COVID. Well, I don't know, man, but... My wife and I, uh, through all of this, uh, I think we've done one of the more prudent things uh, people can do. We lived our fucking lives. That's we went bad. and visited our friends, our family. We hugged each other. We kissed each other. Are we lucky that we didn't get it until last week? Maybe. But you know what? But you at least you had a new variant, bro. Right. You can say you're lucky every time you drive your car on the freeway you, and you yeah. make it home. Yeah, it's, it's like one of the leading causes of death. Premature deaths for everyone is driving a car. It's the most dangerous thing you can do, actually, day to day. Actually, you're walking across the street could be more dangerous. It's so funny, man. When I I got it uh, last week, it was Armenian Christmas. You got it last week, too? Yeah, it was Armenian Christmas. It was the Armenian Christmas variant. So I had it. (laughs) Yeah, You guys guys must have known each other before this. I had it. Sharing COVID Uh, together. My pregnant wife had it. Oh, wow. Um... My brother had it. My brother's wife had it. My parents had it. The only person that didn't have it was my younger brother and his family. Because they, they that's because he just didn't give a shit. No, no, <laughs> they, they had it. They had it in October, so uh-huh. they didn't. They, they didn't catch it. So we for for our Armenian Christmas, which you know was my dad's seventieth birthday as well. We we got together. We got together. We had dinner. We had drinks. Uh, and mind you, the first time I tested to see if I had it or not was on January 2nd. January 5th, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I had a couple of shots of tequila in me with my brother. And I was like, I told my niece, I'm like, bring me a test. I'm negative. She goes, no, no, hope, you know, hope I don't waste it. I'm like, bring me a test. I'm negative. And my wife is like, that's just because this asshole brought 25 yeah. tests. He doesn't even yeah, want to do Yeah, I brought a shit ton of tests. So, <laughs> and, and then, 
like yeah. a lifeline. And I told, Don't and, I, worry, yeah. <laughs> and my wife was like, there's no way you're negative in three days. I was like, bring me a test. I'm negative. You know what that says, right? So I grab, I grab a test. I stick it in my nose. I draw, I do the whole droplet bullshit into the little fucking, uh, window into the little window where you find out if you're pregnant or not. Yeah. And then, uh, I put it aside. My wife's like, what looking at it? I'm like, don't look at it. And I grab a napkin and I put it over it. I'm like, we're going to look at this in 15 minutes. I take another shot. <laughs> Long behold, 10 minutes later, I lift it up. What does it say? Positive. Negative. So you're not pregnant. Three days. Three days. Are you fucking kidding me? Again, but the test. But is, are you pregnant again, or not? I didn't get it. It's irrelevant. This, no, here's, here's where I'm going with this. I, I, the first person I thought of was you. Where you kept saying... Stop testing. Stop testing. You keep saying it. You saying stop. That alone said to me, um, "I'm, I'm done." Do, do you know? Do you guys know anybody that that doesn't have a runny nose or a cough or something right now? No, I'm. I've honestly three do you weeks. Guys, do you guys know anybody? I I don't know anybody that's like clean, clean right now. No, I don't. I don't. Everyone know I know has issues, bro. I don't get sick, and I've last week. You guys could tell I was, you know, congested. Yeah. My kid, everybody I know is has something, and that's the whole thing. Like, what are we testing for? For what? Apparently, now we're testing for flu rona. But what's the, what the point? Fuck? behind What is that it? one? <laughs> you just—it's the flavor of the week. Wait till what they <laughs> what they say next week. <laughs> it's like catch it's of the, the day. Fuck rona next week. <laughs> it's like having the catch of the day. Ape, it's the more you test, the more false positives, and the more. Ammunition you but give more these false fuckers. negatives you're getting. No, too. you're not. Forget about the false negatives. You're giving these people ammunition for another lockdown, another restriction, another <laughs> some bullshit mandate. That's all you're doing. Right. That's yeah. why they want everybody to test. You got to see what John said. That's amazing. I love it. Thank you, John. That was nice. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, John. I'm, I know I'm, that when you stick something up your ass, the first thing you think of is person is me, but. We all have our favorites in different you know, areas of life. <laughs> and, uh, and, and in all seriousness, I, I've challenged, you know, Claudia, I've challenged for over the last There's year. no way she's coming on. She's an attorney and PhD. Even the other day I said, listen. Why does an attorney need a I, PhD? She doesn't because she's supposedly a psychologist and an attorney. What the fuck? And I t- the other day when she posted about January 6th being as bad as, you know, Pearl Harbor, I said, listen, you're a fucking idiot. You're either coming on the show to prove us why January 6th was such a big deal. Pearl Harbor, huh? Or I said, you're embarrassed of what's going on. Fucking A. This, I never even want to discuss anything. What with was you. the other one they said? It, uh, they, it was Pearl Harbor and 9 11. 9/11. 9/11. Yeah. Can you believe that bullshit? That's unbelievable. The other two let, both led us to war, by the way. No, the, no, not only that, bro. It was like I. It's you logically think about it, you go. How many people died on January sixth? One shot by a cop. No, there was two cops that died too, right? Where? January sixth. I think there was two cops. One person. One person one, was accidentally shot. One veteran died. Yeah. One person. The lady from San Diego died. What lady from San Diego? What do you mean, was she bro? the veteran? Yeah. Was she the veteran? Yeah. Oh, okay. the one, yeah, the one that was shot through the okay. window. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Bro, you had airplanes hijacked and flown into the World Trade Center. You had you had Japanese bombers literally destroying 
American Bro. soldiers. <laughs> and you're comparing that to a bunch of people that basically said we're uh, led in by the cops. We're gonna be we're gonna be basically storming the Capitol. Yeah, and they walked in between they the walked, velvet lines. Yeah. <laughs> and they Bro, walked you, you in. guys I was watching live, the cop opens the door and tells people to go. That's in. called an insurrection apparently. Up it if if you believe nine eleven or Pearl Harbor was same as January 6th. You're not an American. You seriously need to be in a fucking straitjacket. I'm not being funny. Uh, you have to be in a psych ward. You really have to no, be you, in a psych ward. Bro, no, you are not an American. How can you say that when you tell me there's a woman that holds a PhD, highly educated individual? Education just means you've been fucking indoctrinated. doesn't mean jack shit. Oh, my gosh. Look. For the last two years since COVID started, we've been asking for somebody to come and explain to us and to truly justify with statistics, science, whatever, why any of this that's been happening made sense. Enthusiast, I I agree with that one. And look, uh, John, since you're on and you think we're full of shit about this and we we don't have a science degree, that's fine. But we don't. You bring in a guest of your choice that could sit here where Jason is sitting to scientifically, with actual, I'm not talking about studies that have been paid for by the fucking drug company that's promoting the same drug in the study. That's that's not that's following the money and that's full of shit. Bring somebody that actually treats COVID patients or can somehow justify the actions that California. And the rest of the government has taken. I will donate <laughs> fifty thousand dollars to your charity, whatever the fuck you want. Charity of your choice. You Johnny. prove you prove that this whole shit can be justified by science, a true science, not Fauci science, not. What do you mean, Fauci is science? If you're attacking Fauci, you're no, no, attacking no. science. I'm not kidding, bro. I'm not kidding. I will I will sign a check right now. I will put the dollar amount. I will leave the payee. You're going to give me a f- uh, thing. No. Anybody that could come sit here and prove that any of this was justified on, based on. on actual science, that's what I'm willing to do that. Ladies that's how fucking serious I am about That's $50,000 $50, blank check. To your charity, not to you. Charity of your choice. See, I do own my own charity, so you can send it to my charity. That's fine. And I'm not trying to... You know, so look, look at what John's saying. So it's John saying, how many of the actual doctors you had on the show say that it's all fake? John, we had doctors come on the show in the beginning of the pandemic. One of them was episode, which one was it? Uh, 74, 75, something like that. Uh, Dr. Sean Shirvanyan, where the pandemic had just began or pandemic had just began, where Ed didn't show up to the show. Ed didn't come to the show because we were like, you know, we don't know what's going on. We don't, we don't want to, none of us want to get sick. And we had him come on. And I had a cold. And then we had Hike uh, on top of me as well. Either we've, either one of them are more than welcome to come on the show, sit down and talk with us and explain to us, hey, okay, listen, uh, here's the episode where you talked about COVID being this, 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 this. Now we're here. Please elaborate. They won't. Yeah. They won't do Sh- it. Show us the effectiveness <sighs> of the vaccine, the masks, the lockdowns. Correct. Show, show, show the statistics. Yeah. Right now, now you can also, go back. Also, we have to tie. We have to tie in monoclonal antibodies. That has to be tied in there as well because that literally 
Well, that that they don't they don't do at their level, so they they have no input. Why that. is that they science? Don't. Isn't it science? No, they don't deal with that. Why their excuse is, no, we have remdesivir. Oh, the more expensive one. Well, what does it do? Yeah, to it is more expensive. More expensive, but does it work yeah. the same? No, but if you read the studies that they read, it's funded by the create the manufacturer of remdesivir. Has anyone looked into the study they're doing on uh, what was it Viagra? Viagra and COVID are have ties to each other. Do you no. know about that one, Jason? No, tell me about it. I heard some lady was on a ventilator and they gave her a high dose of Viagra and she just literally, she didn't stand up. And Ophelia says, I'm clean, never tested or gotten sick with COVID. No cold <gasps> or the flu for six years. Good yeah, for you, good Ophelia. Good for you. Wow. No, you haven't tested ever? No. Wow. Like that's a fucking waste. Twenty thirty dollars on a bullshit test. What do you mean? It's free, bro. The J- vaccine is free too. Jason, do you think anybody's gonna man up and come sit where you're sitting? Um, that's a hard question like, for me to answer. I'm regretting it, it myself. I'd right like now. to see it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to uh, see it. Look, as Patrick but David said the other day, <laughs> he said, "Listen, why doesn't Fauci come on my show or go to Joe Rogan show or some other show? No way. And have a debate Not with happen. somebody." Nah, it'll never happen. Above all, above anything else, uh, he, he's he's a uh, he's a politician. He's a fucking criminal, bro. Yeah. The other day, I, I said he's killed more people than Stalin. I wasn't being sarcastic. He has. No, bro. If, yes, Stalin. Yes. If you Come combine on. HIV with COVID, yeah, okay. See, I forgot he was part of HIV. Of bro, go look at some of his old of HIV course. videos. He says the virus can be contracted with people sitting in the same room together for it's hiv f- for hiv it's a freak dude it's it's a sexually transmitted disease is it it's a sexually transmitted is disease is it even a sexually transmitted not disease not anymore yes john like i said bro i'm not kidding bring anybody you know that's in the medical field scientific field to sit here to statistically prove they won't Arm, no, will. because he's saying, well, you know, you fight fire with fire. Okay, fine. I understand March of 2020 was fine. And then maybe April, May, June. But fuck, after that, you got to figure shit out, bro. Like, have some resources. And he did the same thing during HIV. They said, listen, Fauci, why don't you put together... Remember I talked about this last weekend before that. They said, Fauci, why don't you put together... Like one hey, website. I'm not Fauci. Point that way, bro. <laughs> put together a website where people can go get tested for HIV and then have the resources. This fucking guy was avo- doing the same thing. He was avoiding the medications that were effective and testing new medications out for his own lab. As if these people were ra- lab rats. He's doing the same thing right now. What? Let's say, fine, the first three months, we didn't know what was going on. Let's give him benefit of the doubt. After that, why the hell did you not put together a resource, like a web, a resource for people to go and say, okay, if I have COVID, what is it? Here it is. We're going to send you a kit, test, you're positive. Here's the five things you got to take. And you're fine. You know, a quarantine, do whatever you need to do. That's fine. They didn't do any of that because that would have been effective. And then they couldn't push the vax. They couldn't push... Why would they want to do something Lockdowns, they bro. couldn't push any of these things. Right. They couldn't push the, you know, voting for none of this. All the fraud, all the shit they're doing behind the, the scenes. The Pfizer, uh, Pfizer made like, I think it was $42 oh, billion. That. 
in oh 20 and 82 billion in profits last year. How much? 82 billion in profits look, last bro, year. Look what happened to their stocks. Gentlemen, Anybody who yeah. basically... Can I interrupt you guys? Go ahead. We have our first actual... Super chat from Vic Aslanian, ten bucks. I didn't know super chats. Yeah, yeah, I turned oh, the super shit. chat on because we hit one thousand. We have never had super chat before. Wow. Yeah. So Vic, Vic thank, you're thank, amazing. Thank, thank you, you so brother. much. That's by the way. So now I'm gonna have to write a forty-nine thousand nine hundred ninety dollar <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the rest of your losses are coming out of by the, the Wiseness account. <laughs> yeah. Of course. By the way, man. Vic is the guy who who made the shirt. Mayor Hedos. Oh, yeah. nice. So, nice. Uh, Vic, big shout out to you, man. Thanks, thank you so much for that. Uh, if you guys are interested in Medhedosnet apparel, uh, hit up Vic uh, from Medhedosnet. They're on IG, they're on Facebook, they're everywhere. And you guys should um, all follow them as well. Great podcast, yeah. amazing and you, yeah, guys. And their apparel is amazing. They have the Tigran shirt, they have the Vartan Mamikonya shirt as well. So uh, hit up Vic, guys. John, the fact that the presidents elect, you know, they chose Fauci. Do you, do you have any idea how powerful Fauci is? You've been around do you think, a lot longer do than you I think have, man. Fauci is actually powerful, he's, or does he have he's people super running? Super powerful, bro. You don't think there's someone telling no, Fauci he's how super to run? Powerful. He's super powerful. The pe- look. Well, tr- I think Biden did say Fauci is the president, didn't he? Look, when you've got a guy like Fauci that controls the CDC, the NIH, the WHO, who the FDA. He controls no, all. WHO is Tedos or whatever. No, no, that bullshit he doesn't control any of that shit. Who donates to the who? NIH. The U.S., Bill Gates, and who else? Who are the main donors? Probably Australia, you gotta, most likely. No, bro, you got to follow the fucking money, bro. When you look at these, why did Pfizer want it 75 years to produce the uh, data? Proof? Yes. Why? Why do you need 75 years? Would I be dead? Good thing that. We'd not be dead. The judge said, no, you're going to produce 55,000 pages a month. It's about 390,000 pages of data. These fucker guys wanted 75 years to produce it. Yeah, I remember seeing that. But if you follow the money, Pfizer funds all of these things. They're the most one of the most criminal companies out there, most corrupt companies out there. And then, you know, John, well, why did Reagan appoint Fauci? Why did... Bro, it has nothing to do with Trump or Reagan. Every they're all politicians. They're no different. Just follow the money, and you will see. It's it's not about it's not about <laughs> pointing the finger at somebody saying, "Well, okay, we're pointing the finger at Fauci," and then you turn around and say, "Well, well, he did it. Well, he did it." No, it's not about that. If everybody's gonna go jump off a bridge, are you gonna go jump off the bridge with them? You ask questions. Why are you guys jumping off the bridge? What the fuck is going on? That that's the biggest concern is. Nobody's asking questions. Everybody's just basically just going along with it. You know, like... Have you guys thought of all the other downsides to everything that's going on? Like socially, grandparents not seeing their grandkids. Puppet kids. Kids missing their own family members. There's studies done about masks because kids develop their social and uh, mental skills, their psychological skills based on facial... Uh, expressions because they don't necessarily comprehend the words yet it's based on facial expressions so you can't smile with your eyes you need to start smiling I tried at the aquarium of the pacific but then I you didn't even try (laughs) you cussed the guy out bro just start smiling with your eyes sometimes so dude when we went for an ultrasound with my with my wife was it for you or her (laughs) you can't can't get through the story well because he had a 
made in China COVID test, so they had to do an ultrasound to so listen to this. check his ovaries. Oh, make sure he's we go, COVID. we we get we get there. My wife was like, my wife was like, he's still ovulating. The first time she was like, wear so a mask, wear a mask, go go go. go. This guy's like a whale, bro. Just on your way back, bring ice for everyone, brother. So except for me, the wife was like, you know, the first time we went, she's like, dude, wear wear a mask, wear a mask. I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. If I get sick, I get sick. Don't worry about it. We get there, not wearing a mask. The doctor's office didn't say anything about it. Second time we went in for an ultrasound. Um, walked in. We're sitting down. We're waiting. Dude, I'll, I'll never forget this, man. It was a three-year-old kid with uh, the mom and dad. They were sitting about three chairs away from us. The kid turns around to the And the kid had a mask on. Three-year-old kid. The kid turns around to the mom and, and uh, is, you know, they're playing. And then he looks at me. And I look at him and I smile and I wave. And then the kid turns back to the mom and goes, Mommy, can I please take my mask off? And he wants to, he You're wants to, bad pull, influence, he wants to pull it off. And the mom grabs it, pulls it back down. She goes, no, no, no. You're going to keep your mask on. And he goes, Mommy, please, I can't breathe. Let me take my mask off. I'm sitting there like literally my tongue's about to bleed that's how bad I'm like just biting my tongue. I'm like, don't say anything. It's not your kid. Don't say anything. And the kid's like, mom, please let me let me take my mask off. And she goes, no, no, no. Look how strong you are. You're such a brave boy. I wish I was as brave as you. She's making I wish the I was as collapse. strong as you. And the dad is sitting there with his hands folded like on his phone just. With his mask on, of course. With his mask on, of course, flicking through. And I'm like. The fate of this child rests in these morons' hands, bro. That kid, as soon as he turns five, he's going to be vaccinated. It, it's it's sad, man. Is that, is that the limit, five? The minimum? Well, five after five is when you get, when you get vaccinated. Maybe he'll even change the data for the year. So uh, we have one of our viewers, My Girl M3. Yeah. She said that LA Unified supposedly has forced vaccines on some kids in LA Unified. I've, I, I've seen people posting about it. I if haven't I find that to be verified, I will get my, move my kids out of LA Unified for sure. Is that is that not medical malpractice? Bro, did you guys hear about that teacher that took a 15-year-old boy to her house and vaccinated him at her house? Where did no. she get the vaccine from? <laughs> That's what my question was. Where the hell did she get the vaccine? I, I think Costco sells it. I don't drink people. I just like to pour whiskey and get people uh, I don't drunk know, around man. me. I, I just... I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Let's do this, Jason. Thank you, sir. For adults, I don't give a shit. Jason's you ship get, is outside right you now. You want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. But with these kids, man, it's like, bro, just Don't leave, touch him. Leave the kids alone, yeah. man. Leave the kids alone. Just let them be kids. Let them enjoy life. Yeah, like the Pink Floyd song. Yeah, Leave those kids should, alone. Yeah, we should. Well, we'll, we'll get pulled for that one now. Yeah, we can't play any more YouTube play videos no more now. Videos. We're monetized. Damn it, Jason, you're awfully quiet about this subject. Uh, I don't know what 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 there is to add. I don't know. I'm 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 uh, I'm fucking over it. I just want to like live my life, be left alone. I don't know what else to say about it. You know? Do you are like majority of your friends or family? Like pro news and pro whatever is told, or they're like, 
fuck this bullshit. We're living our lives. I would say it's like split somewhere down the middle. <laughs> I have I have friends on both sides of the aisle, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, more than anything, I'm just completely over this stuff. Uh, I'm kind of glad that I work in the industry that I'm in. Like I'm away from this stuff and don't have to deal with it. It sounds a little. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask on the ship. No, fuck no. Okay. Well, how about do any of the your I don't know, mates, whatever they're called. No, we've we have. I've been lucky so far. I haven't had any issues with uh, COVID on a boat. But uh, they yeah. don't. So they don't have to wear masks on the no. boat either. No. Do some of them choose to? No. Oh. No. Good. Good. Very conservative field. You know, typically very conservative. Yeah. Because uh, very a, conservative. It's and, a manly and, industry. And very expect? non <laughs> non PC work environment, which is one of the reasons why I like it. PC meaning politically correct. Yeah, it's very non-PC. <laughs> not a personal computer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a Mac environment. Who made that computer? I don't know, man. Uh, it's just, uh, I, like I said, I, I'm hoping it, this is this whole Omicron variant where it's much lighter, more, uh, what's it called? Transmissible or trans- transmissible? It's yeah. uh, highly contagious. Highly is what contagious. they say. Yeah. It can transmit quicker, but it's not as bad as far as your symptoms and deaths and hospitalizations. I think it's it's we're at that tail end where it's the beginning. It's a of blessing the end. in disguise, bro. Yeah, but again, like I said, I I'm hoping, praying that it is like this is it. It is. Uh, doesn't mean California or New York are going to stop politicizing it. Well, what else are they going to report? Trump's not in the news anymore so they're like fuck trump's gone so we can't talk about biden eating his chocolate chip ice cream why do you think why do you think they want everybody testing so much what do you think they're gonna do with those numbers i don't know bro and by the way all these people price gouging these tests you guys would all kiss my ass every single one of you it's it's it sucks that you guys are doing that i i literally picked up a box is that like a home test? It's a home test. Yeah. I picked up a box. I'm not kidding you, bro. I was handing them out to people that were, they, I was like, do you need it? Do you need it? Do you need it? And I was literally handing them out to the point where it's like, I'm not going to sell this what shit to mean, anybody. Bro? I, didn't see, I didn't see you hand me an armor well, one. Well, you today. gave me one. Yeah, well, yeah I did. <laughs> <laughs> you added one. You, you gave me one. I gave you the one that but tested yeah, positive. No, but if you, literally, if you guys need it, I, if I'm, I got one more shipment coming in from the guy that's, Bringing it Shipments, in, yeah, official. Yeah, that's what, that's bro, he brings Wasn't them in pallets. Bringing those in? He's bringing them in pallets. For, a pallet for you, or you get no, one no, box? I'm, no. I'm buying like four or five boxes. No, every every open house he does, he takes a box. Oh, oh yeah, open houses don't yeah. exist, but uh, oh shit. <laughs> but uh, it's it's like I was giving them away, man. I was literally giving them away to people where I was like, "How many do you need? Okay, here's five for you. How many do you need? Oh, I need four. Oh, here's four for you. And then you look online, you got. Oh man, you got people posting it on social media saying four hundred and fifty dollars a for box. What? Oh, a box. Okay, for for twenty. For twenty of them or twenty five of them. That's well, not that bad. You know how much cost is on those, bro? It's ten bucks, bro. Okay, that's not cost, bro. But no, as far as for them to buy it, whoever yeah. they bought it for from, they bought them for ten bucks. Yeah, as Connor said. Some of those tests are more dangerous than the virus itself. <laughs> In what ways? Like, do, bet, where do you see the test? As far as like, you know, the Q-tip you use to go, you know, yeah. grab the. What do you know? What's on the Q-tip? Where I did don't. It come from? I don't. 
That from could China. be the. It came from China, right? Yeah, I'm Where sure. All get? of the tests come from China. Okay. All the tests. Where did the virus come from? China. Okay. Where's that? Is that on the where, again? Hey, you're the geography guy. Where is that? It's in Europe. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it's people just need to on that. As I was saying earlier, what I love is that it's it's slowly crumbling. It's Geraldo the other day. You know what he said? That guy's you guys a know Yeah. You know what he said on Fox News the other day? No, tell me. He Fox said, though. my wife and I, we went to Florida, and I have both COVID shots and the booster, and surprisingly, I got the new variant. But and his wife did it. Yeah, and now I'm eating a piece of humble pie, and I'm embarrassed to say, but I apologize to everybody that I said, you know, the, the unvaxxed are the problem. This is fucking Geraldo. Right. Yeah, that guy's always he's said been shit and the unvaccinated for it, forever. I'll bet, but he's always been that character that but bashes people and then apologizes at the end. Okay, and but then he that, moves on to the next But that's subject. what I'm saying Bro, up Do you know it, how much it takes on national TV uh, to come out and basically, especially Geraldo, man, where he's like, I'm eating that yeah. humble pie, bro. Le- AOC's got COVID. A- Levick's right. AOC got COVID too. AOC almost died on January 6th, too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. She was at home sitting, watching it on her security Isn't that piece of shit <laughs> Schiff was saying that he was fearing for his life, too, right? But he, was, he wasn't even there. I, bro, I, nobody was at the Capitol building that day. Everybody was home. Are no, you kidding me? there was me? people there, bro. Nobody was there. There was people it there. It was organized. Who was there? Do you guys remember when uh, Geraldo got hit in the nose with the flying chair from the white supremacists? Yes. Was I that was on there. January 6th? That was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was there. It was on Oprah Winfrey's show. Jeez, oh, man! Oh, but this is oh, what I love man. about it: the fact that they're coming out and admitting to everything that us conspiracy theories talked about last year and the year before. They're slowly coming out and admitting, like, well, you know, what we said was probably not as accurate we thought as it was. There was not as much science behind it as we thought there was. and But yet, people like John and others that, you know, like worship whatever they see on TV or whatever the CDC says, these guys, no matter what you publish, what or not even what you publish, what the CDC publishes, I'm telling you, he, fuck, bro. Here, let me, let me just play this damn thing. Which one? Are you going to play Geraldo's? You're, no, no, you're no. not going to get us pulled, are you? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> going to play the uh, video I, I recorded on my phone. Of From the CDC's. Yeah. Okay, play it. The overwhelming number of deaths, poofy, over poofy 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. Let's do that again in case you didn't hear it. The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. Four comorbidities. Yeah. 75%. That's huge. Over 75%. Over 75, yeah. That's huge. But hey. Hey, Armand, so are we able to go back and look like three years, four years ago, overall deaths? And how many of them had those four Cormid or whatever okay. the well, shit's called? Look, everything, 
relative to whatever the diseases has increased over the years, right? So even if you look at deaths in 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, and then compared to 2021, it's increased in direct proportion as to what it would have regardless. So COVID didn't have this spike of like, oh, now all of a sudden 30% more deaths. There's nothing like that. It's the number increased almost the same as it had between 2015 through 2019 and then onward. The increase was no more. Now, the causes of death, of course, changed because flu disappeared. Mm -hmm. Nobody had cancer anymore. I think colds have disappeared too. Yeah, nobody had, you know, uh, heart failure, heart attacks anymore. Everything disappeared. Everything was now COVID. No car accidents, nothing. No suicides, nothing. Go ahead and read our next... We have another one. I don't know why nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. That's what you're offered, your okay? Okay, so he's he's absolutely so, right. Yeah, we so gotta listen, read everyone that. So listen comes to this. So Arno mentioned they're discrediting monoclonal antibodies. Uh, my mom got sick with COVID, and she was having body aches, tingling, as far as like you know, body tingling. Uh, no major fever. But she was she was she was knocked down, and my mom's a pretty tough lady. Um, as soon as uh, the boys found out about it, they're like monoclonal antibodies. Um, luckily, her insurance covered it. What did the wise nuts know? Yeah, did the boys say that? Or yeah, luckily the this boy said. Yeah, who said it? You did. Who didn't so, want to give the boy? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> and who told him to give it? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, What are you saying? It's true. In the beginning, you I were was like, saying no. Yes, I said no. Yeah. We have it on proof. I that. said no. Yes, you did. Not necessarily no, you but said, I, don't I said think she needs it. I said if it was my mom, this is what I would do. And Correct. you were like, well, she doesn't. I said, I said she doesn't, doesn't matter. need it yet. I said doesn't matter when she needs it. That's when Correct. you want to give it to so her. So it was to the point where she was fine. She was up and running. And then as soon as she well, got knocked down a little until bit, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Again, as soon as she got knocked out, I was like, "All right, no, nope, we're doing this." She was saying, "I'll be fine. I'll be fine." I said, "No, no, no. Listen. Now you've been knocked down in your butt. I need, I need you to get back up. We're gonna do this." So uh, there is, a, there is a clinic that comes to you and they'll do it for you. And then obviously, if you're a high risk patient, which my mom was, um, your insurance will cover it, and certain hospitals will do it for you. She got her monoclonal antibodies. She was up and running in 24 hours. Oh. 24 hours. But as Arno said, they're discrediting it. And some of these states, the FDA is banning distribution to these states. Yeah. The monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, I read something about that online. As some, <laughs> Somebody mentioned something specifically about the Biden administration Putting the kibosh on it. I don't know how true that is or not. Bro, they put the kibosh on the hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, anything that worked. They put the, as you say, kibosh. Okay, so uh, last weekend, New Year's Eve weekend, that was when I got the COVID, and I was south of the border in Mexico when that's when this happened, and I went to a pharmacy and got ivermectin. Did you have to? show anything or you no i just bought it over the counter yeah so i took uh i took the doses uh, of ivermectin according to uh, the instructions of the mexican pharmacist <laughs> how Very much it helped well i don't know well but done my man it's based on your weight 
based on on your Which weight that you, I I was told that you told that me it was a it was six a, mils, six milligrams. He took twelve. I took 12. Is which, that what it was? Which is I good for you. Yeah. too much it, though? For you, it was supposed to be 13 and a half milligrams with 12 milligrams. So anyway, I took ivermectin. Uh, whether or not it, it helped me, I'm, I'm not sure. But I got over it quick. So I don't know. Uh, but anything that works, these people don't want it to work. So no, why? they don't want Wh- it to work. Why they wa- though? What's the reason? I don't get that part. Why would they want people to die? It's not about dying. Listen, we've talked about this. I, I feel like a broken record. When you go to medical school, what they teach they you... wouldn't even let me near What door. they teach you is how to p- keep people in a chronic state. That's it. Wow. This vaccine is not going to kill people. What it's going to do, it's like I've said, and it's again, lead them to get sicker five years sicker from now, whether I'm around or not, you guys can come back and watch these videos. Keep keep um, uh, keep tabs on the number of patients nationwide, globally, with autoimmune diseases and other cl- chronic illnesses. See what happens in the next five to ten years. You're not going to see billion people all of a sudden die. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, it's not a fucking video game. But see what happens with autoimmune and other chronic illnesses. And but. But here's what science is going to say. The science that's <coughs> bullshit. You know what they're going to say? The Fauci's of the world? Those are the long-term effects of COVID. That's how they're going to bullshit you. 100%. That, that's, hun- that's what's going to happen. You know who's one of the first people to basically bite the bullet for all- everybody? Bob Saget. What happened, what happened with Bob him? Saget, bro? What happened with Bob Saget? Bob Saget posted something 24 hours prior to him dying. Booster? Bob Saget had the booster just a couple weeks prior to him dying. 65 years old, literally had an amazing show the night before in Orlando, Florida. And the guy goes to his hotel room and drops dead? I hope I hope they don't say it's some suicide or something. What no, suicide? Man. I don't know. Sheriff's department showed up. No foul play. No drugs. Nothing. I don't know. There's no autopsy yet, so... Well, you know what they're going to do with that autopsy? They're going to brush it under the rug and they're going to say, oh, well, he had a heart attack. Well, how do you have that heart attack? He uh, was 65. That's and, heart attack age. And guys, here's another thing that they, the media probably won't tell you. Bob Saget's sister died of an autoimmune disease, which basically caused her to have a heart attack and she passed away. Um, again, I'm not saying anything, but... Hovik. You, there, there's no way we're going to find is out Is Hovik correct? What he's Hovik, saying? you claiming our quote-unquote supreme leader Trump took the vaccine. That's as bullshit as you claiming one of us is lesbian here. If you weren't there, you didn't see him being injected from an actual vaccine vial. Nobody knows if anybody's actually received the vaccine. Did he say your supreme leader? Well, well, I'm going to correct you in that way. I don't have a supreme leader. So that's why I said your supreme leader. So... Anybody that you see on TV or anywhere claiming, oh, yeah, I received it, so should you. The fact that they do that, they lose credibility with me, including Trump. As much as I supported him as a president because he was for America, he's playing the political card, bro. He wants to win the voters on the left by claiming he's gotten his seventh booster. That's fine. He will do anything to win. But does that also tell you that he's not... As trustworthy, Upper, nobody's trustworthy. Thank They're you. all politicians no, at the end of the day. 
Yes, definitely. What's definitely. trust? You know what's trustworthy is your God-given fucking immune system. That's what's trustworthy. Thank you. Your immune system has the ability to fight off anything that nature throws your way. If it's natural. Yes. Even if it's not, it will adapt and it will Cleanse. evolve to fight it. But when you fucking poison it with all these injections and all this other bullshit, then you have no chance. You have no chance. And by the way, you Hovick, can't, you I can't didn't say he didn't say it. All Trump I said, said is I don't himself. have a supreme leader. And mind person. you, uh, don't call don't call it a vaccine if it's if it doesn't work. I mean, it's kind of defeats the purpose yeah. of calling it a vaccine if it doesn't work. But, but we've had in, other vaccines that had boosters. We've had other bro, vaccines. Bro, back in the days when we had chicken pox, we would do gatherings so everybody else in the neighborhood would have it and get it over with. That's fine, but you can't compare. Can you compare chicken pox and coronavirus? 99.89% survival rate. How much? 99.89%. See, that's way higher than chicken pox. Well, no, no, it's actually more than that. What is it, 99.98%? Considering the fact that CDC is admitting 75% was then, fraud. Then it's, it's like, it's, so it's, it's 99.99%. Like, it's 0.02%. At this point, you have a better chance of becoming a millionaire with Shiba <laughs> than you do dying of coronavirus. Man, I could actually win the lottery looking at these numbers. Yeah. I have a chance. Fuck it. I'm going to start buying. It's, I don't know. Jason, you buy lottery tickets? Oh, once in a you while. You actually have a better chance. Bro. Yeah, you're right. Or is getting uh, attacked by a shark Ooh. while being uh, while you're sailing, getting attacked by a shark, and winning see, the lotto. See people. <laughs> see people are gonna see Jason and everybody else we have on the show and think these guys only bring guests who agree with them. <laughs> I swear to you, that's what. But the problem is, it's not that we only bring guests that agree with us. But we're waiting for any guest that's willing to come sit down. And prove us otherwise. It's we not even find prove them. us. Just come and have a discussion, a civil discussion. That's it. But they don't want to. They don't want to have a civil discussion. They'd rather be keyboard heroes and post stupid fucking memes yeah. and compare January 6th to 9-11. Yeah. John, 3.3 million dead in the U.S.? Okay, go back and look at how... Again, we're not... <laughs> <Three> <laughs> Again, this isn't this isn't to basically. What the fuck a video game is you? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? John has John has contact with Fauci. They know the truth. Hold on, hold on. Uh, three point three million dead in the U.S. Again, anybody who's lost a loved one due to COVID or, uh, you know, it's eight hundred thirty-eight thousand. Huh? Is is that before the the new number? Is that there? Oh no no no! It's eight hundred thirty-eight thousand deaths. But if you and. <laughs> Not three million, but when I used to say it's twenty to twenty-five percent of that, so give give or take two 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 to two hundred fifty thousand. Again, that's two hundred fifty thousand more than that should have died. Don't don't get me wrong. Right. Okay. One of my closest friends' mother died from it, July of uh, August of last year. So, and my cousin's father-in-law, early last year, February. So, I. I I don't want to sound like I have no sympathy or any of this. It's, it has nothing to do with that. But the reason why majority of these people died was because of the hospital protocols. It had absolutely nothing to do with fucking COVID. It had to do with the fact that while they were home, 
they had the symptoms their primary care physicians weren't willing to prescribe the proper medication Mm -hmm. to keep them safe at home they just said when your oxygen drops to a certain level call paramedics go to the hospital hospital. let them fuck you over pretty much yeah nothing was prescribed that's the problem like not even a z-pack man and when you say oh z-pack and all these medical professionals or these nurses or the doctors they start laughing well what's a z-pack gonna do really this is killing millions of people across the world no they're right z-pack doesn't do anything if you take more than one prescription of it in a year your body does get no 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 more even one a year is more than no more than you should take right listen and this is what this is a discussion that i i want to dive into when we have the integrative pediatrician on on the uh, end of january we have to and even next week hopefully with the um our guest pharmacist nutritionist what people don't understand about antibiotics is it destroys your gut. Yeah, you and I talked about this on the phone. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucks up your gut. I hate taking antibiotics, man. Now, antibiotic is supposed to be prescribed when your life is literally like life or death. Hanging That's what you're fighting. But these fucking pediatricians prescribe antibiotics for ear infections Everything. A little bit of cough, wheezing, yeah. a runny nose. It's an infection. It's an infection. But it's you an know, infection. But you know what it's doing, right? Of course, it's killing all the, it's it's killing all the good and bad bacteria in your gut. And the biggest problem is, is a lot of people don't understand that you're supposed to go and take probiotics after. Sim- while. Not just while. after, while. I think, no, no, no. Isn't it after? No, both. I th- okay, from my understanding was you finish your, your antibiotics and then you go, no. you start your probiotics right after to basically replace whatever yeah. was killed. Yeah, but but what it does to kids and even adults, but kids especially is, he, here's what Eastern medicine has. Eastern medicine used to say your gut, your stomach was your second brain. Used to say. And now studies and experience has shown it's actually more powerful than your brain your stomach your gut is the puppet master of your brain 100% so if your gut is fucked up your brain is fucked up the puppet master is messed up if your gut is messed up everything in your body everything's will be, messed up you, you go master through master of puppets is coming your way yeah you, you start having you start having uh, autoimmune problems you start having heart issues. You Master. start having focusing Master. issues as far as mental issues. A lot of stuff has to do with your gut. That's why they always say, they say, you know, having your gut flushed out is probably one of the healthiest, gr- healthiest resets for your body. Yeah. And the only way you can really test your gut is you have to do a stool Animal. test. No, stool test. Yeah. You could shove your finger up your ass <laughs> all you want and play with your anal gland. Yeah, you and still have to do. It's no help, <laughs> and guys, remember there is another there is another free and uh, effective COVID test. Stick your finger up your ass if you can smell the shit. You're, you're, you're positive. You're negative. Yeah, yeah. If you can smell the shit, you're negative. If you can't smell the shit, you're positive. You're positive. Isn't that the, and you don't have to pay. Cheers, guys. You don't have to pay twenty dollars for yeah. Made in China test. You, yeah, all the you won't be price gouged by these guys. Selling you forty dollar kids. That's cheap too, huh? Uh, but I wish people I wish people and like really spent I, I remember I read this book years ago, um 
I forget I forget the author. He was a Japanese doctor who created the endoscopy, which is the camera system that goes down your esophagus to check your stomach. And this guy talks about the enzymes and everything, and he talks about the importance of your gut. Um, I think it's probably behind my desk in my bookshelf somewhere, but... But then Western medicine doesn't focus on the gut at all. It's all about symptom management. It has nothing to do with the root cause. That's that's what I have an issue with, with medicine. Is That's what I fight with all these doctors. Every, every time I have a conversation with them, I'm like, did you, what's the root cause? I don't know. We're just going to treat it. What We're going to give them antibiotics. What are you treating? <laughs> yeah, I swear, antibiotics is like a fucking, oh, just take this antibiotics for 10 days. Really? <laughs> what? Oh, nothing. Well, I'm just laughing. Doctor Shitaki. <laughs> Jason, say something, bro. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, you're you're the most interesting Armenian Western. No, I'm not. Western Hemisphere. No, west of the Mississippi. I'm kind of boring, actually. He's the Colorado River. He's the west interesting the Armenian. Yeah, he's kind of boring. He came in. He saw the. Uh, Box of Armagnac I had over there. He's like, well, you know how you know how Armagnac's made? I'm like, no, tell me. <laughs> it says everything about Armagnac. The difference between Armagnac and Scotch and bourbon and whiskey is. Oh, and he's like, yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know about anything. <laughs> Seriously, bro. <laughs> Hello, you. Now, when you pour, pull that thing down, I was actually like excited I'm to interested, see if there was anything in there. Now I'm actually interested in going back to drinking some Armagnac. <laughs> Yeah. Because I haven't had it in a long time. How long has it been? Well, that, that bottle, bottle says 13, 13 plus, plus years. years. That yeah. was December of 08. And I'm going to take that bottle to Total Wine or somewhere. Mission. And try we to have tea it. at my house. You can bring it. We'll yeah. Refill. Refill. <laughs> refill. Yeah. But. <laughs> Oh Jesus, man! As far as alcohol, bro, like I went into Mission the other day to buy alcohol. Don Julio, just the añejos and the reposados, bro. Añejo was seventy nine ninety nine. Reposado was fifty nine ninety nine. For the nineteen forty two, not the nineteen forty two. The nineteen forty two is two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reposado is basically the square bottle. Yeah, and the no, I'm sorry, the the circle bottle. The Añejo is the square bottle. $79.99 for the Añejo. $59.99 for the Reposado. And it said limit one per customer. Oh. <laughs> Reposado is one per customer? One per customer. One per customer. So how you know does, what that does, right? How many stores does John go through in a day? <laughs> he has, he has per purchasers. I don't know, but when I go... He has purchasers. Dude, I... I <laughs> I had people coming over, so I was like, "Dude, I, there's no way I'm leaving the store with one." So I grabbed two. I went. You should have changed your mask to a red mask. So listen to this. <laughs> I I took it. I took it to the cashier and I put it in front of her. I said, "Look, I know it says limit one, but I need I, two. I, 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 I need I need two. My economies are coming over. I'm, I'm I'm literally willing to leave the store, put this in my trunk, and I'll come back and I'll buy the other one." She goes, "Do you have a different card?" I go, "Yeah, I do." She goes, "Just pay for it with a different card." I'm like, "Sure." She did that. She, so you know what I did? She used the same question. Were you wearing a mask? Yes. Mahedi uh, Khatar. And and he had his finger up there too. Yeah. While wearing a mask. John, yes, the debate's open. And Arno, yes, with hopefully the super chat donations, I'll be able to buy my Lambo soon. <laughs> Arno, I have unless, my Lambo. Unless I have to pay out the $50,000 donation, then I'm fucked. 
Uh, I don't know, but that's, that's on you. That's bro. my kid's college. Fund. That's on you. I'm not giving up my Lambo money. I still appreciate the Lambo you gave me. <laughs> it's been sitting on my wall for about two years. John's now. like, I'm afraid that's what Añejo means in Spanish. Uh, anything else you guys want to chime in on before we call it a show? Jason? Jason. Jason. Uh, Say something. I don't know. You're giving up on there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much to add, guys. I'm sorry. Any, any closing like statements? Quaaludes? Yeah, just thank you so much for having me here. I think it's been super fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Thanks man. for joining really us, appreciate man. It, it, guys. Was, it wasn't overwhelming. That's all right. It wasn't overwhelming, was it? No. All right, good, good, good. Great conversation among Armenian boys having some fun. No, it, it's... I, I love meeting people from different industries that, especially uh, your industry, which I've I've never... No, I've, I've never known an Armenian in it. Even when I've been on a cruise ship, I, I don't think I've ever been in the cockpit. And it's <laughs> uh, it's been uncharted territory for me uh, for the last uh, seven or eight years of my life as well. You know, yeah. would you would you I'm ever? Still, I'm still learning. Would you ever do a cruise ship? No, no, no. Style. I like working on dirty work boats, man. Dirty work boats. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Fuck the cruise ships. There you go. That's a that's a nice closing statement. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much, man, for taking time out of your thank Monday you, with us. We, thank really, you very really much. Appreciate it. Uh, everybody else. Thanks for tuning thank in. You, thanks for joining thank us uh, again. Happy New Year! Uh, make still New Year. I feel like it's like halfway through the year already. Don't cut the guy off. He has Corona. Sorry. I didn't. I, Sorry. Yeah. yeah you don't cut okay. off the ill. Yeah. 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 Amote. Amote. Uh, happy New Year, mate! May, may, it's the year of the tiger. It's the year of the tiger. So, uh, in the it's night, full of rats to me. When, I don't know, guys. In in uh, when the Spanish flu was around, and the twenties came right after. It was they call it the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Why? Because economically we were doing fantastic. May twenty twenty two be the Roaring Twenties for every single one of you, especially since it's the year of the tiger. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting my salvage Camry this year. Absolutely. My it's Corolla. Gonna be, it's going to be my road. You get gear. your Camry, I get my Corolla. I'm going to wrap it in army oh, green. No, no, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going, you know what I'm going to get? I'm going to get that. Toyota Cresida with the, oh, with the oh, automatic oh, belt. Oh, automatic belt, baby. Yeah, you oh, were high class. I'm going to get the Maxima with the digital. <laughs> With the equalizers, the, 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 how did you remember that? The champagne we color. had one. It oh, was the, the champagne Datsun. color, bro. We had the Datsun Maxima. Remember that one? Oh, jeez. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, so we're gonna get nice. into another topic. Anyways, right away. thank you, everybody, yeah, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, again, the, today's episode will be up on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Manana, follow us on Instagram. Our daily memes are back. Everybody's cracking up, including myself. Every time like, I post them. share, subscribe, bitches. Yes, and like, share, Don't subscribe. Keep us to and yourself. Thank you to every single one of you guys for making uh, us hit that 1,000 mark on the subscribers in a matter of what, like two, three weeks, literally. Well, yeah. well, when we started caring. <laughs> yeah, when we started caring, actually, it was yeah. overnight success. Three years, <laughs> literally. It only took three years. Cheers to that. Cheers right, to guys. that, guys. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Stay safe. Drink from bottles. Mask up. Don't test yourself. Yeah. Or unless you're testing the proper way. And call Edgar if you need medical yeah, and advice. Re- and remember our uh, our free COVID home test kit sample. Just use. Yes. If you want to wear a glove, wear a glove. Make but sure your nails are clipped. <laughs> you don't want to store that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, don't pick your teeth after. Literally. 
Don't pick your teeth after you do the test. All right, I'm done. Bro. Or if you're going to do it, go like this. Put the soap in your hand and go like that. <laughs> Song's over, brother. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. Well, Levinson, accurate legend. That was a sick cartoon, Levinson. Thanks, bro. Are we done?